Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. Hi. 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 Tabua. Tabua. Aub. What about Aub? Cool, neat story. Was that supposed to be funny? There's local politics, bud. I got a little taco meat on my chest. Let's get to pumping. I know Clip said he, he packed us in, so I'm just glad that I can prove Clip wrong. Got him, strike three, it's all over. The Pirates are dancing, and they'll have a home regional in Greenville, North Carolina. A lot of people just see what we do on the field. They don't see the hours at 5 in the morning and the hours when it's 100 degrees out in Greenville. They don't see all that, so just seeing it finally pay off is just really awesome. Our guys are tough as nails. They've continued to show up when nobody else believed in them. I'm just so daggone proud of them. It's going to be fun. We, we, in the, we in the thick. I mean, everybody going to be loud. I'm going to be loud with them. I'm screaming too. Like, yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's do this. You ready for this? I am. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. All right, welcome in to Pirate Radio Live here on a Friday. Clip Rock here with you in the Pirate Radio studios. We're on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. You'll find us on 1250, 930, online, PR927FM.com. And join us on Facebook Live and YouTube as East Carolina right now, a 13-1 lead against Coppin State in the top of the fifth inning. Starting to see some innings go on pretty quickly here, which is a welcome sight because it took a while to get through three innings as East Carolina had an offensive explosion in the bottom of the third where Bryson Worrell hit two home runs in the same inning, hit one from the right side, one from the left side to break it open. AMAC just added a solo shot. A lot of dinking and dunking, too, as the Pirates have just piled on the runs here against Coppin State. Uh, thanks for joining us. If you did on our uh, watch along, we started at one o'clock. Hey, we now uh, are with you on Pirate Radio Live, so we'll have a traditional show, but don't have a lot of guests lined up. We'll talk to at some point Troy D after today's game. Also, Mark Greenhelge Golf Shop Radio Show. Tony Dunn going to come by, and uh, we'll go over some NFL news and notes. But we're just following the Pirates and following along just like you are shirley rhodes the big dog glenn griffin here chandler honeycutt to my left mike mullis joining us as well special treat here on a friday and pirates are rolling right now gentlemen yes sir and we're doing something right now that we didn't think we were going to be doing a couple of weeks ago and that's watching ecu play and host a regional and taking care of business right now against coppin state mully yeah anything to add no i you know it, it's no it, i mean it score kind of speaks for itself yeah so I, you know, I, I think right now it's all about uh, let's stay efficient and try to get out of here without uh, burning too many bullets and yeah. uh, keep getting good swings in. And since the right-handers come in, we've we have been uh, quite offensive, even made some loud outs. So uh, you know, kind of want to build on that and and you know look forward to winning the rest of the game and then moving on to tomorrow. Speaking of bullets, just to update folks, if you have not been following along, uh, Josh Gross started the game. Gave it over to Trey Savage. Bases loaded, nobody out. He was able to get out of it, only allowing one run. Mm-hmm. Savage went to Bill. 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 Okay, yeah, that's, that's it. it. This, Bill's is, it. In this is the third arm of the day for ECU. And Bill is in his second inning of work, I believe. Yes. He has thrown 18 pitches. So it looks like uh, and in, in other regions, gets him out of it. There's some, some games postponed up there, so I know there was a front moving across uh, the southeast. <clears> looks like it may have gotten... 
uh, the, the one of the regionals down in Florida. Ole Miss, Arizona. Oh, I heard the Miami one maybe because that one looks brutal like till Monday. Yeah, yeah. So uh, they've already moved those games back. So hopefully they can uh, they can have all that and we can avoid it. It looks like we do have a little something coming through a little later today, but it uh, looks like it should blow through and maybe be out of here by you know game time tomorrow. Let's do some scoreboard watching on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dub Up. Dub Up. Campbell and Georgia Tech still playing, Molly. They started at noon. They're in the eighth. Campbell, 13-5 to yeah, over the, the Yellow Jackets. I'm telling you, man, that is my team that uh, from a sleeper standpoint – uh, I, I mean, I, I just, I, I just, they, they play the game hard. They're, they're very aggressive. I think the, the Tennessee matchup's an interesting one, and um, uh, Tennessee's going to be awfully hard to beat. But um, you know, good luck to the Campbells, uh, Campbells to do that. We don't talk about gambling a lot with college baseball, but I did see Campbell, Georgia Tech. The total over under was fourteen and a half today. Give, take a guess on what Campbell, Tennessee will be, Molly. Oh, I, I, you I don't go think to it'll like be that. 15, 16. I don't think it'll be that. I, I, I don't. I think Low? yeah, lower, huh? Lower, and I, I think that's because I don't think Campbell can. Of course, and this is kind of partial to my opinion of of, of them be upsetting them, but I don't think Campbell can beat them in a slugfest. Okay, uh, I think it would have to be a pitching dominated deal where you know they held Tennessee down, but. Of course, and that's a tall task, man. They are they are by far the most talented team in the country. Uh, I mean, the 53 wins coming out of the SEC is almost unbelievable. To play the whole SEC tournament and never having trailed an inning is unbelievable. Uh, so, you know, we'll see. I meant to ask you this on the watch along, but we saved it for the show here. Outside of Tennessee, do you have a favorite or two that you've enjoyed watching along the way? Well, obviously, you know, East Carolina, I'm going to put in there. Nobody's hotter than the Pirates right now. And, uh, you know, so you got to like teams that are hot right now. And and it almost feels a little bit destiny uh, driven here. So, uh, but, but, you know, Vandy going out west is tough. Oregon State's a quality club. Um, But, but no, I I mean, I think Oregon State is, and you might have mentioned this, that. We, along with Tennessee, were there at the beginning of the year and stayed there. Yeah, uh, there's been a lot of ebbs and flows. They've not, been the not consistent those guys. too. Yeah, yeah. I, and I, you know, I, I don't know. It'll be. It, it's very rare though in baseball. And somebody reminded me of this yesterday. Uh, you know, Arkansas last year was like the, yep. uh, the everybody's favorite to win everything. Uh, they didn't make it out of the regional. Now I, I don't think this is the same type team that Tennessee has, but um, you know, th- those stories are prevalent in college baseball. Uh, Grand Canyon trailing Arkansas right now, six to one. That score in the sixth inning. It is Columbia seven, Gonzaga two. How about that? Columbia. Is that an upset? I mean, is that a? I mean, I don't. I don't know. Really, quite frankly, know enough about either one of those teams. That has Columbia been here? It, we played Columbia in the uh, in the Miami Regional and lost to them. Ah, maybe that's where I remember. From. Yeah, it seems like Columbia Gonzaga. If that was a basketball game, that would be an upset. But I, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Drew Timmy coming back to school. Interesting. Saw that for uh, this, one more year of the mustache. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Joe Girardi fired as the Phillies coach. Let's just break some news. There you go. Good stuff. <laughs> Uh, Oklahoma has put up uh, another touchdown. They lead Liberty 14-3 to in the fifth inning. UConn gets on the board with a touchdown. They lead Wake Forest 7-3 in the seventh inning. I feel like this is football Got season. some football <laughs> scores going here. Southeast Missouri State beating Louisville 2-1. to That's a big one. That's a big one, and that's college baseball. North Carolina up 4-2 to on Hofstra. 
By the way, six schools from New York making the tournament this year. So it looks like North Carolina must have uh, making this, made the same decision that that Cliff did to go ahead and play the early game, and I do think that's probably you know forecast driven. So you know, yeah, that's maybe the best, at least name wise, but I think quality wise too. Two three matchup of the day: Notre Dame up two to nothing on Texas Tech in the first inning. You know what? I still think we give Texas Tech a little bit of name recognition cred for what you know we experienced as Pirate fans watching our Pirates play Texas yeah. Tech. But uh, but they, I mean, the quality program for sure. Uh, and Link Jarrett in Notre Dame, I mean, what he's done there is 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 pretty awesome. Army and Southern Miss scoreless in the fourth. And don't get too excited, but it's early. Air Force 2, Texas 2 in the wow. third inning. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, Texas A&M, a 2-1 lead over Oral Roberts as they play in the third. So that's all the action going on right now. And we will keep you up to date. We do have one final. Florida State knocks off UCLA. And you have to think if there's going to be upsets, it'll be today because everybody has a guy on the mound. And I mean, even, you know, Coppin State's guy was didn't have his best stuff today, but everybody has a guy that can beat anybody. Uh, and it, it becomes they kind of everything kind of regulates itself after that, you know, after that first game. But if you have an upset like uh, if Texas were to fall to to uh, Air Force, uh, Texas is going to have to scrap to get back through because that's an awful long road. Molly, uh, let's let's reset this one. Samuel asking, is there a mercy rule in postseason? No, we, we, we there is not. Yeah, we did a little research, and uh, I, there there is no mercy rule. They must go nine. There was a statement made that the that the team that's down could choose to uh, wave the white flag and and you know call the game. It part of me goes, you know, that would be a terrible message to send to your kids. Yeah. The other part of me goes, well, if you're going to have a chance tomorrow, you may have to, you know, you know, you got to, like the gambler said, you got to know when to hold them and when to fold them, and that might be the opportunity to to walk away. East Carolina up thirteen to one, bottom of the fifth, two outs now, as the Pirates are batting. Bryson World going for home run number three, and yeah, this guy's he just some got lollipops. one right in the wheelhouse. But what yeah. is that, Malia? That's a breaking ball. ball. Just it's a, a breaking ball that just didn't do a whole lot. Worrell on the day, two for two, <laughs> solo dinger, three-run dinger, also has a walk because the starter for Coppin State, that was the story early on, couldn't throw a strike, was walking a lot of guys. Their two-way pitcher that's uh, up for a award in college baseball. Yeah, John he's John Olerud Award. John Olerud, when you when you hear that name, what uniform is he wearing? Blue Jays. That's what I said the other day. And he wore it in college, too, because he played at Creighton. Oh. Look at him. That's so why I'm This here. guy. He also had, if I'm not mistaken, you know, he wore the the hard hat all yeah, the time. Yeah, he wore the helmet. He had a metal he plate had in his a, head. Yeah, yeah. So uh, there's your. We talked a lot about John Olerud this week. We did it the other day when Igo was here. Mully, uh, I want to get your thoughts on the game tonight between Virginia and Coastal. You uh, you're high on Coastal, right? Uh, in that game, yes, I, I think they're they're extremely prepared. So right now, UVA's lost eight of the last nine. And by the way, Coastal, you talk about ECU being hot. They are trending. They are in trending, the right and, and they they can bang it. They they do what they do very well. And and speaking with one of the guys uh, on the Coastal staff, he you know they they feel good about this team and they can find the similarities back to their success in 2016. Where they I don't got, like to hear that. Well, I you know I, I, I me neither, but it you know it's. It, this is how they feel about their club and uh, that, you know, they've got some guys that understand their roles. They play their parts. They're very scrappy. Uh, they're going to run. They're going to do – they are very much, very, very similar to Campbell. Uh, maybe not quite the firepower that Cam- 
Campbell has, but they uh, they they can play their game and they've got uh, a handful of arms that you know can give you a tough time. So it, it all depends. UVA is awfully good and and so very well coached, so disciplined. Uh, but it's um, you know I I I think that game tonight is going to be a well of a ball game. And sometimes the environment, the moment could be too big for a team. First of all, Coastal's won a championship, so don't worry about. It. But their schedule this year was filled. Their conference had four teams get in, right? But also their non-conference, they're playing ACC, Big Ten quality opponents, so they've seen it. That's right. They're, they're not going to run from it. And that fourth team that got in, I can't remember who it was, won the conference tournament out of like the fourth seed. So they were not a necessarily a four bid league. Um, but because of having a conference, you know, champion, conference tournament champion, they got four teams in. Three more than the Americans. Correct, correct. And, uh, you know, so, I, I mean, look, I, I think we've got a long, fun weekend of baseball and, and enjoy this one for what it is and, uh, you know, hopefully uh, get out of here unscathed and then look forward to uh, watching that game tonight and seeing, you know, who the Pirates will uh, will draw tomorrow. Bryson World walks, so he has now uh, reached base four times today for East Carolina, as we are still in the bottom of the fifth inning. Jacob Jenkins cowered to the plate. Yeah, you know what? He, he's uh, he's had a couple good at bats, and I yeah he um, he matches up well with boy this, this with camera this, guy he's or gal. Not very good. Yeah, they, we're not going to see who called that one. I, what is happening? My goodness gracious. We had one earlier in the game. This the is ball not was an exaggeration. Out was ball, fly ball to left field. We saw and the right field. We saw the right fielder the entire time. Yep. I don't know what's happening. Uh, that was a fly out to left. So we go to the sixth inning, East Carolina, with a thirteen to one lead. Coming up later tonight, it'll be Virginia and Coastal. If East Carolina wins, they play seven o'clock Saturday night. Loser of this game, uh, which uh, appears to be Coppin State at this moment would play at one o'clock on saturday yeah yep. and we you know we had a chance we talked about a little bit in the uh in the watch along we uh had a chance to spend a little time with the coppin state ad today and they are man just so appreciative of being here and and it's not a hey we're you know we're we're, we're happy just to be here they will obviously want to compete uh but the experience that these young guys are having and going through some uh tumultuous times in their conference and trying to figure out what uh what next year looks like but uh you know the very uh very, very a group that that like I said is very happy to be here and uh, and has had some success in, in order to be here. But um, yeah, it looks like they've run into a little bit of a buzzsaw today with their pitching. So you said so four teams played in the MEAC this season, yeah. and you said that they're not going to be an automatic qualifier if they continue with four next year. After this year, this is it. So they're looking for affiliation in another league. It's okay to be an independent in football because you can get your six wins, go to a bowl, or you can have a really good year like a BYU or Notre Dame and go to a big bowl. In basketball, you don't see it, but no. feasibly you could win 20-plus games and go. You don't want to be an independent in college baseball no. and have to rely, if you're a cop in state, on getting in as an at-large. It's just no. not possible. No, and we, I mean, we've seen it before. We talked about Dallas Baptist uh, has done it. Yeah, uh, East Carolina has done it in the past. Dallas Baptist, a traditional 40-win team every Correct. year. Correct. Very, very similar to what you see with the Pirates. And, you know, Dallas Baptist went, what, like 19-9 and this year against ranked – 
uh, opponents. So uh, they they you know they 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 have to create that type of a schedule. And quite frankly, I don't think East Carolina's far removed from that as we've seen the AAC kind of fall off. So um, you know I. I uh, yeah, it would be a very, very difficult situation for uh, a team out of the MEAC to go to an at-large situation and think they could play their way into the postseason. Mully, only two of the top eight national seeds this year have never made it to Omaha. East Carolina's one. The other? Virginia Tech. Yeah, yeah. there you go. And uh, it is a star-studded top eight, as they showed those schools that have won College World Series. East Carolina still trying to get there. A stat we're trying to get away from. That's the most regional appearances without making it to omaha well and you know what's going on in virginia tech is pretty impressive and and that that program we've seen it good uh we've seen it bad a lot more but they've uh, they've got things headed in the right direction they're uh they're funding that program spending money where they need to uh obviously doing a great job recruiting so you know kudos to them but i nothing uh there are not enough words to sum up what we've seen this year with east carolina uh with the success after the after the failure, you know, if you will, early on to what said one point at fourteen and thirteen, uh, to come back and and win forty games and uh, be in uh, you know in a position to host a regional and much less be the eight seed with the opportunity to host a super regional. So uh, it, it is truly kind of a a, a legend uh, that we're watching being made right in front of us. Molly said something earlier, which is why we like having you here. You drop in some stuff that. Uh, us commoners wouldn't talk about a lot on the quality of bat versus knocking in a run. We had that discussion earlier, which we can reset. But I want to reset this one real quick. You said rule of thumb, number of pitches thrown is how many hours rest you need. Yeah, one pitch, one competitive pitch equals one hour's rest. And Danny Beal right now at 23. Three, yeah, you, you start to think it's going to be one of two things. Either he's going to take it the rest of the way or most of the rest of the way, knowing that he probably wouldn't be available tomorrow. Uh, oh, I was going to say... Yeah, like the rest of the way and not be available the rest of the region. No, no, no. If he if he were to go the rest of the way today, say he goes 40, 45 pitches, maybe they let him go up to 50, uh, you would have him for the championship. Okay. Yeah, I got you. But earlier, if you missed the watch along, there was a situation with guy on first and second, Amex up the bat. He rolls one over between third and shortstop and gets an RBI single. Molly's first question to us is, is that a quality at bat? And both me and Clip said yes. The scored. result is a sure, an absolutely. He yes, got to run yes. it. That's right. But, but it, as you as a coach and CG as a coach, there's still some coaching to be done even after an RBI single. Yeah, and it's and what it's, is that? So well, what you've got to do is then it, at some point today, you know, in between innings, or he may wait till after they eat tonight and go, hey, you know, tell me what you were thinking right there, you you know, and if if. The correct answer for what we saw as a result would be Makarevich saying, hey, I saw the shortstop you know, shaded up the middle, third baseman's in, bag even, so I know I've got a big hole. All I've got to do is roll a ground ball over. If if he gives you that answer, then you feel really good about where he is. Yeah. If he gives you the answer of, yeah, I, I just, man, I got beat on that and rolled it over, that, that you know that, that he kind of had false success there, uh, but it's the thought process is, what you're, is why you're, it's not a mechanical deal, it's a thought process that you're trying to make sure that the guys are living, you know, living in the approach that that you work on. And we've seen the Pirates when they're at their best have a lot of success staying up the middle, driving the ball the other way, which makes me a little nervous with the left-hander. Like we saw earlier, we, you know, we were kind of off of him. We were rolling over ground balls. We were, you know, that. But 
enough to chase him. He did a lot to hurt himself, but we know, again, talked about it earlier, UVA having a couple good lefties and uh, Coastal will too, uh, that, that, you know, that approach has to be solid. Earlier, uh, when you Savage was in, Mully said the worst thing here is uh, he strikes out the side. Yeah. And I'm like, Mully, I can think of a lot. But to your point, you're saying get something low in the zone, get that ground ball, let's get out of here. Limit the pitches. And yeah. not throw 14 to 18 more pitches. So. With the idea that Coppin State really, I mean, again, I, I saw them take BP. There weren't many balls hit out of the ballpark in BP, so you got to assume that they're not, their home run, you know, they're not going to drive a bunch of balls out of the yard. Uh, so you, you don't mind letting a team like that I say put, put it the in ball play. in play. You don't mind letting anybody put it in play, but if you're facing a team like Tennessee uh, or an offense like even we're going to see in Coastal or UVA, you may want those strikeouts right. there. Uh, it, with a team like Coppin State, you'd rather have the, the extra pitches for later in the tournament uh, as opposed to uh, the strikeouts. We got a weak grounder to Agnos, makes the play. Knock on wood, we are flying through these innings here in the middle part of this game. 13-1 to East Carolina heading to the bottom of the sixth inning as they lead Coppin State. Shirley, let's get a break in. We'll come back. We'll have more. We'll keep watching this one. More insight from Mike Mullis, and uh, we'll take another look at the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard. Shout out to Fifth Street Hardware for the mm. awesome lunch today. What is Fifth Street Hardware? Well, it's Winslow's. The old Winslow's location has a new name, new menu, and uh, a great taste. We enjoyed some awesome food from there. They've got the the games on this weekend. So if you're not lucky enough to be a Clark and Claire, you can go have a great meal, drink some pirate beverages, and watch the game at Fifth Street Hardware right across from us here at Pirate Radio. Take a timeout. Come back. More to go. Pirate Radio Live after this. Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Vacation spots are right in your very own backyard. Take a trip to a state park and enjoy traditional camping, RV space, and also air-conditioned cabins that can be rented with Wi-Fi. If you're by a lake, be sure to check out the opportunities to rent a canoe or kayak and get out on the water. Your next adventure is right around the corner. For more information, visit ncstateparks.gov. And uh, now let's head back into Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Brock. All right, a lot of folks jumping on the Pirate Baseball bandwagon. A good time to do it. They're up 13-1 to 1 over Coppin State. With Ke- Keaton Mitchell. Keaton Mitchell is... Uh, Enjoying his day out there. Bandwagon the captain number one right now. He is out there. He's had a megaphone in hand. He's been uh, getting pictures with the kids. He is having a good time. Just and you tweeted, love to see it. Get gone, number 99 is a uh, catchphrase. <laughs> As uh, Alec Makarevich went deep. And now people are saying, you know, when foot, when football season comes around, which, by the way, 92 days until ECU-NC State, September 3rd, uh, once he breaks a long run, everybody needs to just shout, he, get gone. Get gone. Uh, Steven Igo tweeted that Mike Houston and Mike Schwartz out at the ballpark today. So, love the synergy, Molly. Wonder where uh, my heart. Yeah, mm-hmm. No, it's a good thing. I... Uh, I see a little NIL opportunity with the Get Gone thing for uh, for Keaton. That'd be a I'd get I'd buy a Get Gone shirt. That'd be a cool T shirt. Oh, no doubt. Have you texted? Have you? No. Nah. You need another business venture. You need to get yeah, into the NIL game. 
Hey, yeah. do we know the folks over at University Sportswear? Because maybe we could give them a call and come up with something. Yeah, actually, uh, did he get under that one? That's Barini. Yeah. Uh, Fly ball in the right, two outs now, bottom six, as uh, kind of playing out the string here at Clark LeClaire Stadium. This one was over in the third inning, maybe before that, but really in the third when Bryson Worrell made some history. I got to say, it's the first time it's happened in ECU history. Or a guy hits two home runs from the different side of the plate. In the I same think it's inning. fair to say in a regional. You think a sure. regional history? Yeah, I, you know, East Carolina's got a long history of dudes that can you know hit a little bit. So, I, but I would think in a regional, that's got to be history. Worrell earlier this year had two, one from each side in the same game. In the same game. Which See, that's a, what I was thinking about, but it wasn't the same inning. Um, but yeah, he did earlier this year hit two um, on each side of the plate in the same game, but. To do it in the same inning just kind of tells you about the offense uh, of play. And that was a, what, a nine spot there for the Pirates in that, what, third, third inning? inning. Yep. Um, and the Pirates are continuing to pile it on here. Hey, shout out to this pitcher, Mully. He's he's getting hit, but he's, he's, he's an inning in beater, man. He is still. <laughs> and he's giving up. <laughs> he is just throwing it right down the middle and saying, what you going to do? And Amac's going to fly out to center and uh, gets out of another inning. So credit to this guy. Yeah. He already has got to consider. Woo, sorry. That was a violent stat to consider. That was pretty cool. That was a very violent stat to consider. I apologize because I was using the wrong keyboard. Check him out, Molly. He's, I'm getting, doing two things at once. He's right getting now. his high fives. You know what? I don't know how often I've seen uh, guys. Maybe he's a little guy, a little Eric Gagne with the glasses on the mound. And the goat, too. Yeah, he's, yeah but he's. Uh, yeah. I mean, they, there's been some loud outs, but he's, <laughs> he's, but he's recording outs. Uh, keeping an eye on what's going on across the country right now. Top of the fourth in Austin. Remember, the Greenville Regional matches up with the Austin Regional. Texas has taken a 3-2 to two lead over Air Force in the fourth inning. So we're, uh, we're keeping an eye on that. Louisville has scored a run. They have tied it up with Southeast Missouri State in a 1-4 matchup. 2-2 two to two in the fourth. Uh, Notre Dame holding there, which that score hadn't updated in a while. Do we got some rain or what's going on there? Notre Dame up 2 nothing. bottom of the first. That's either a late score or we got a delay going on. That one being played in Georgia? Yes. Georgia Southern. Uh, you know, so, um, and Shirley, I don't know if you could find this by any chance, but one of the greatest interviews I've ever been a part of uh, on Pir- in Pirate Radio history was Mike Keselowski, the head coach for Air Force, when they came in and did the uh, – the challenge down at the the Sound of Freedom or what what are the, the little uh, deal they do with Navy uh, over at, uh, at Granger, K- Stadium. At Granger yeah. Stadium, man he he was kind enough. So Jake Jacobs, a local guy, his son uh, Tucker played uh, played at Air Force, uh, and they were kind enough to line it up to where we could get you know Coach Kaz on on the air with us. And it was one if by any chance it could be found, it's well worth playing again. It was one of the most uh, inspirational, probably two-minute deals that he talked about what their role is as a service academy getting uh preparing kids to go serve their country and oh by the way they're gonna chance to play baseball is uh, he still, is it, what was the first name again mike mike okay, is he still see. the head coach i think he is does I, he coach third uh, I, if it's that there was a, a clip just a couple weeks ago that kind of went viral where it was an air force game and the announcers they put like his numbers his stats and it had his wins, losses, all that conference title, and it said like his tours and flew a yeah, fighter jet. Yeah, yeah he's a legit. Like, <laughs> it was awesome. He's an Air Force uh, Academy grad. He played at Air Force. So my my oldest son, 
I was actually allowed to go bat, uh, bat boy for them for a couple games. And man, it was like 30 degrees, raining. It was really, really cold, miserable. Uh, but but Gabe stayed the course. Uh, he he was. I was very proud of him, as was Kaz. And Kaz, you know how generals and, and all have coins, you know, that may have like uh, something that distinguishes maybe their motto or whatever, where Air Force baseball has coins. And Coach Kaz gave gave a coin that he still cherishes to this day but uh pretty neat experience again if 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 there was any chance to find that it was a i mean really really cool deal do you remember what year it was oh gosh it was so uh, is this like dugout or this morgan and mully this might have been one of the two i don't know this was like six years ago we'll find say maybe maybe even we got it we got it we'll find it at some point and uh and reserve that to you Danny Beal going to stay in. He just threw pitch number 34, and it's going to be a double mm. down the left field line unless Lane can get this in quick. He'll That's hold one to thing a about Lane Hoover. He gets the ball in really quick. And, I mean, he gets the ball quick, and then he, it's out of his hands. And I don't see a lot of doubles when it's hit the left field to Lane Hoover. I so, would say the Pirates do a good job as a team limiting damage. Like when something does happen negatively to them, they uh, – Hold a guy to a single. Hold a guy to a double. Get a guy out at home. We've seen that countless times this year. I'm going to bet you that this guy that just got this uh, AB and hit, it maybe came off the bench just based off the dugout's reaction, the first base <laughs> coach's reaction. They were pretty happy for him, and I th- he almost looked like he might be the most surprised guy in the ballpark. So <laughs> good for him. But that's the stuff that gets lost in uh, – in, you know, in all this regional anticipation, especially for fans of East Carolina that are hoping for a bid to Omaha, these kids from Coppin State are out here having a life experience that they'll never forget. This is the guy you like, right? Mom? Yeah, Matt yeah. Day. He's the one who made the dive and catch him in the going center field. Number nine for Coppin State, who uh, has a run. At one point in the game, they were out hitting East Carolina 3-1. to one. Yeah. That yeah, was their that's changed. one highlight of the day. Uh, but it is 13-1 to one as we play in the top of the seventh. And once again, Danny Beal playing Ryder Giles is uh what's he doing the tracking pitches he's what's he doing with that chart. clipboard yeah, he's, he's he's either so you've got several clipboards going you may have a uh, a spray chart you may have uh just straight up like again tracking pitches how many pitchers are throwing what they are blah 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 but there's four or five guys with spray charts and different things that that they have access to for information Molly, enjoyed having you here today, yeah, man. man. It's been you, good. Uh, you add to we, we had a lot of nonsense here. You you class up the joint, so we appreciate that and your knowledge as well. As Danny Beal gets a called strike three, one out here in the seventh inning, East Carolina leading it thirteen to one. Once again, if the Pirates win, they'll play Saturday night seven o'clock. That, By the way, fifth strikeout for Danny Beal. Nice. Yeah, that's a really quality pitch right there. I mean, that's a really good pitch. And good job by Newton presenting that for the umpire. Mm-hmm. And I think the batter, when he made that face, was he got me more so than being upset with the ump there. Like, well, and like, I, you know, when, I got got. When you're down 12 in the seventh, you, <laughs> can't expect, you can't expect a whole lot of mercy from the umpire. You know what I noticed earlier that this umpire has a fairly wide strike zone. Uh, so uh, he. That's a good observation. You uh, noticed that, was, that too? That was an inside if you weren't in the. Uh, Do you, you disagree with me? The, I mean, watch why is that such a crazy I, I, I would think that would only be the second pitch that we could even possibly have an opportunity to evaluate this umpire. I guess ball. I watched the game closer than you. You probably I, do. I don't know. I, I see the game a different way. You definitely do. <laughs> you definitely do. Uh, I like this little bat wagon that the leadoff hitter does. That little dude from California. Mm. Oh, I tried to get hit. <laughs> ah, he said no. It didn't hit me. I saw the clip of uh, 
<laughs> perennial a-hole albert bell uh they showed him running over fernando vina but do you remember when he got hit by a pitch and wanted to, to get out of the batter's box, stay in the batter's box and just had this this like stone cold serial killer face and they were like albert go to first and he was like no, I'm good. I'm was he Albert then, or was he Joey? I think he was Albert. Wasn't he Joey early on? He was Joey early on. He looks more like an Albert. Who I else? Have, who else have we seen go through that? The name change thing. Uh, Giancarlo Stanton. Mike. Mike Stanton. You know, just up and change your name, kind of you know, Prince like. And then you have the religion thing where Chris Jackson from LSU became Mahmoud Abdul Rauf. That's right. You got that thing. Right. Um, yeah. There's been some uh, D. Nah, he just went to D. Strange Gordon. I'm trying to think of first name changes. Uh, B.J. Upton went to Melvin. He did. You're right. Because apparently B.J. stood for Boss Man Jr. I don't know if that's true or not. No, I don't either. But I think Melvin is is actually his name. So anyway. Yeah, kind of an interesting thing when these dudes just up and decide, nah, call me this. This is our filler material. Yeah, well, (laughs) 12-run game. Uh, We have been going live here for two and a half hours now. Feels like more. This one dragged along for a while. Chandler hadn't heard much from you this hour. How you doing, buddy? I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and, and it doesn't help that this is a thirteen to one game. Yeah. You know, I am glad that I'll the, take it, it. that it's the Pirates on, on this side, and hopefully they can, which it looks like they will get out of this and be playing tomorrow night in a packed Clark oh, Lauderdale Stadium. Uh, we always <laughs> love those Saturday seven o'clock games. Those are regional. my favorite. What do you? Smirking. Well, well I, he, Chandler said, you know, 13-1 game, but you know, thankfully East Carolina. I'm thinking if East Carolina was down 13-1 to to Coppin State, this town would may burn tonight. I mean, it would be – can you imagine how devastated the Pirate fans would be I'm not even if we're down 13-1? Well, we know at this point we cannot be down 13-1 to to Coppin State. It's, it's absolutely impossible. Danny Beal trying to get out of another inning as he has breaking pitched ball. well for the Pirates. He got a breaking ball Danny for a strikeout. Good call, Mully. Dealing Danny Beal. And he works another scoreless frame. I really Pirates. think if, if if he comes back out, it's his the rest of the way. Yeah. I mean, I th- and I mean, I think that's it. You know, that that would be. And the how hopes. huge would that be for this pitching staff? Well, I mean, you know, it's good, but you, you boy, you sure would like kinda, to have that breaking ball in that. I mean, that I got the thing is that this staff is not in a position where you can where you have a, a throw off guy to where you just go, hey, maybe you go to the little lefty that hadn't thrown a whole lot, uh, Keeter. Um, but there's not a ton of options for guys that you don't mind burning innings. And Molly, you say things that that makes me change my opinion. Like I'm thinking the least amount of pitchers you can throw today is what you want to do. But again, if you go one inning for a couple guys here, it's not like they're burned for the regional. It's and and, and, some and again, some that's very specific to the guy too. Right now, what what we don't know because we're not Danny Bill's pitching coach. Danny Bill may be a guy that doesn't turn well. You know what I mean? He may not be a good guy on short rest. Oh, so maybe the so they fuck, know they got so, him. Hey, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Some some guys just have rubber arm, okay. and you can roll them back out there the next day, and they're going to be equally as effective. That's kind of a rare breed, especially in today's game where these guys have grown up uh, playing a lot of showcase baseball, playing pitch count baseball in high school. You, you don't see guys extend – uh, you know, 100 pitches. As a matter of fact, kind of an anomaly, uh, UNC Greensboro made the comeback in their conference tournament. They won four baseball games using only five pitchers. 
Uh, yeah, and that's that's wow. almost wow. unheard of in today's game. Who was the guy? Was it Arkansas that kept throwing out a reliever last yeah. year for all those innings? Yeah. Burned them. Yep. Yep. Uh, well, I don't know if they burned them, but but threw them out there. Um, you know, you have, have to have it. exceptional stuff uh, to be able to go like that it, it, because everybody's seen you. Everybody knows what your MO is. So you have to be able to beat them even with them knowing what your plan is. I mean, we saw it, I mean, going back to, to Alex White when Carolina was in the World Series. We saw Alex make a start. Then we saw him come back on short rest out of the bullpen. Uh, you know, and he was a guy that had an exceptional slider uh, that could beat you even though you knew it was coming. So, I mean, it's it's those type guys that, that um, you know, that have the ability to, to win games and then turn around. I used to love as a kid when uh... – Randy Johnson would come out of the bullpen in the uh, playoffs. I thought that was the coolest thing ever to see. Wait, he just started a couple games ago. Is is it legal for him to pitch again? Yeah. Uh, Major win today, Mully. You go today without seeing Mayhew, Spivey, Sailor. That's huge, I think. Yeah, I mean, that's – but you may have to see all three of them tomorrow. You know, I mean, you just – but you, this is postseason baseball, man. You worry about tomorrow, tomorrow. And uh, now – and I say that. I say that, and I'm going to kind of go back on it. This this matchup with Coppin State and their inability to throw strikes early and your ability to put up a non-spot changes that whole mentality. Now, there's no run rule in play. There's no, there's no getting out of here earlier. So you might as well – you know, you could start thinking about the, the – past this point. You, you, you feel like – our staff's not going to give up 12 runs right you know so um but again it's it's postseason baseball man and it's um you know especially when you get in you know you get that one loss uh whoever leaves this game with a loss tomorrow man all bets are off and you got to go with you know with with whatever you got you think gives you a chance some guys are about to get some rest molly because cj boyd is batting and Ryder Giles is standing on the on deck circle. Yeah, and that's that's we talked about that earlier, man. It's an opportunity for guys to get some play and get a couple at bats and in a regional, uh, you know, to get out there and kind of get their legs underneath them. And some of these guys, you know, we we haven't seen for a while. Ryder, Ryder Giles is one. Yeah, in so the batter's box. So and you you never know when you're going to need him. There's coach. I sure would love to see him take that coat off and go to the pen. He's got a spike on. Shirley asked a really good question earlier about you know with the with the situation that we're in right now. Do you see Coach just getting out there and getting some? I, I think that's completely breaks. up to him and and the staff knowing where he's at and and, and in his ability Oof. to go. Got it in front of that. One. But like I said, it's a good sign he's got his spikes on. Typically, if a pitcher has no intention of pitching that day, he's got his turfs on or tennis shoes. He does have his spikes on, so maybe you know maybe. That would be almost an ideal situation. Is Bill gets you to uh, get you through the next inning, and then Cooch comes out and and, and closes, closes it out. Will be a good thing. But I would think he would probably be down on the pin by now if that were the case. Molly, was it you? As we get a three-two pitch here and hit it pretty well, left center going to be caught. Was it you that said those balls that are pulled sharply foul? That mouth breathing Neanderthals like me look at and go, ooh, he hit that one hard. You say that's not a good so thing. So anytime, especially late in counts, when you have a two strike count, and we'll start there, kind of work backwards. When you have a two strike count, the anticipation is that you've got to see the ball deeper, right? Because guys are going to try to beat you with breaking stuff or whatever. So you got to see the ball deeper, and you got to kind of eliminate part of the plate. 
those balls should be hit foul. When you watch a big league game, and I want you to pay attention to it, you don't see big league hitters with two strikes duck hooking balls foul. It's very, very rare. Your big power guys may do that some, but you see them letting the ball travel and all their foul balls are off to the to the opposite field into the bleachers or whatever. So you don't I you don't want to see guys uh, coming around the baseball. You 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 want to see him staying inside the ball and seeing the ball travel. I feel like I've heard this a lot from Cliff being at games and late in counts. I believe he's saying stay late, stay, stay late. late. That's, that I've never heard him say that, but that's that's, that's what exactly he's, correct. Okay. I mean, that's you know, see it late, and you'll see him do the. You know, the two-strike deal, I love you thing when they touch the As a rider yeah. just tanks one foul, Molly. <laughs> yeah. And that's, I mean, that and, and that's the whole thing is he he's in there right now to try to get his approach back. So right now he's got two strikes. He's got to go two-strike fight. He's got to know that I can't let this guy in. This guy looks like he's going fastball away. When's the last time? Ooh, oh, did he do it? That's come a on, Did he do it? Come on, Ryder! Yeah, baby! Come on, Ryder! Foul ball? No. Foul. No. Foul ball? No. Oh, oh that would have been big it. for the yeah. Oh man. See what he had? I mean, that again, that's a that's a lot that's a loud foul ball. <laughs> I mean, and so if if that ball I gets you, if that ball gets a little bit deeper in the, in the, yeah, he you know, he squares that ball up, keeps it fair. That was a hanging breaking ball. The dugout was about to explode. He hit it good. He just got around it a little yeah. bit. Power hitter Ryder Giles, one dinger on the year, three for his career. Looking for number four. Almost, almost had number four. Man. How was the last time he hit? Yikes. He gone. I don't know what's interesting. If he comes up here and hits the ball out of the park, say he gets another bat and doubles in the right center gap. You gotta make the lineup tomorrow. You're like, man, hmm. Hmm. Maybe we blame it. I mean, you know, not, again, nothing's off limits. Off-brand Gagne is now up to 80 pitches as he is just eating innings for breakfast. <laughs> right. See, that's just, he has just that's been a work around it. <laughs> Now, every time it happens, I'm like, well, yeah, Molly's right. I, as he is he just got everything. done talking to him. We're like, right, right, foul ball. Yep. Yeah, but he's I mean, look, a piece of it. And this is he's entering quality at bat zone where he's get you know, I, I don't know what Cliff's number is, normally it's seven, eight, nine. Pitches that you see, you know, puts you in a quality at bat. That means you've worked the pitcher. Uh if he can work his way on, he gets an extra kind of point for that. Um so I you know, it, a base hit at this point obviously is a quality at bat. There's a lot of ways to help your team that don't necessarily show up on the scoreboard. Shirley, uh, hit the music. We need to take another break. We'll come back, wrap up hour one as uh, Ryder has worked it to a full count. Yeah, so he came back from an 0-2 count to a 3-2 count. That's a great at bat. QAB. Regardless of what happens, that's a great at bat. We'll take a break. Come back. East Carolina up 13-1 to on Coppin State in the seventh inning. A lot more to go. Pirate Radio Live. By the way, we're here. We're hanging out. If you want to call in, give your thoughts on today's game, this regional, the action going on across the country 317-1250 we'll take your calls as Ryder fouls another one off needs to stay late stay late stay late we're back with you we're staying late after this
You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Need some beer for the weekend? The Jarvis Street Bottle Shop near Christie's Europub is a specialty shop selling craft, domestic, and import brews, along with wine and growlers. The bottle shop offers monthly beer and wine tastings featuring rotating North Carolina craft breweries, along with live music and discounts. Stop by Tuesday through Sunday or check out the Jarvis Street Bottle Shop on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Rock. Welcome back to the show. Club I was Rock. getting ready to say, where are you guys at? We're here. We were talking. We're here. Chandler Honeycutt, Mike Mullis here. Tony, Tony Dunn's in the building. Tony Dunn in the green room with a tropicalist shirt. I like it. Looking good. Some people didn't participate today. I don't have one. No, no, I don't, okay. And, and Mike, the last time I checked, because I actually went online to see how much that... I'm not paying... Oh, a ridiculous amount of money. Neither am I. I got these jewels. I got some cheapos on uh, the Amazon. I'm not yeah, going to lie. I looked over and saw Tony Dunn, and I was like, oh, we have other guests on today. <laughs> That's right. We're kind of, this is a different show for us as we're just kind of rolling along here. We're live. If you want to call in, chime in, you can do so. 317-1250 or hit us up on Facebook Live. We will have Tony Dunn, and we will have Greeny coming up. Yeah, Mark Greenheld. And we'll go out live to Clark LeClaire after this one's over, and get some recap there's not a ton to there is a ton to recap with this one but this one has been you know not in doubt since the third inning all pirates all pirates as it is 14 to 1 they added another run so by the way Ryder giles ended that long qab AB with a shot right where it came from up the middle to center field mullet yep it's a good piece good piece especially deep in that uh deep in that count and had seen a bunch of pitches. That was a uh, that was a great at bat. And for him, you know, not being in the batter's box for quite a while now, even though it is fourteen to one and it's the bottom of the seventh, that has to feel good for Ryder Giles to work a count like that and, and hit, get a good piece of hitting. And we've seen this inning: C.J. Boyd, Ryder Giles. You guys, was that Joey Resnick? Yes. That, yeah. That also uh, got a hit. And oh now, boy. oh boy, Bryson World. And this he's is one of those guys where you have to go like this several times. See ya. Well, wow. actually, actually, with a guy like him, if you're saying don't let it get behind you, is that what you're saying? Move back depth wise. Is that was that was your sign? With him, you almost take away the flare because if he hits it over your head, he's probably going to hit it out of the park. You know what I mean? So there's no, I mean, there's not a whole lot of need in a 13 run game. Um, and, and quite frankly, they're probably not saying a whole lot other than hey, let's throw strikes and get out of here. I meant in general, not right now. But yeah, yeah, yeah. He's little, one of those guys, man, that can get it, it can get behind you quick. A little more velocity for this guy than what we've been seeing. He's last pitch eighty six, which uh, again, I, you know, these right handers sitting eighty five, eighty six, or kind of what you you know you fight to the bat rack to get an AB off these guys. Whirl looking for hit number three. He's been on base four times today. Well, he went around the bases twice and uh, had two walks as he is locked in. Uh, I thought Wake Forest had kicked a field goal. It was 7-3. to three. It is 7-7 seven to seven now. Wake has tied it up as they play in the ninth inning uh, as they are taking on UConn right now. So a good one going on there. Campbell still scoring. So is Georgia Tech. 15-8 to eight as they play in the ninth inning. 
and Worrell gets into this one to center Set field. Off the end of the bat a little bit. And that's going to be his, uh, his first time he has not reached today. Hmm. So two down here in the seventh inning as East Carolina controls it 14-1. to one. Yeah, so this little second baseman, he looks like he stole somebody's uniform. He, he's just a little fella. He's a, he's a guy that's come off the bench. So we got skater dude. We got <laughs> store brand Gagne. California lefty. As Cop and State doing all they can right now. A to, clip Brock uh, impersonator. We got me with no batting gloves. Just living the dream. <laughs> Looking forward to the next game coming up. Virginia Coastal Carolina. Mully, you talked to some guys on the Coastal Carolina staff yesterday. I, th- I was watching their practice, and during, during BP, they've got guys hitting ground balls. There's a guy at shortstop. Now, he was taking ground balls at shortstop. Don't know if that's his position or not, but number 20. Man, I was watching this guy. Very smooth. And you talk about the guy, Matt Day, for Coppin State. Uh, he's kind of like the guy, for me, that looks athletic. He looks like he can make some plays there at, at shortstop. So I'm, I'm ready to see him play in this upcoming game. Coastal Carolina be full of those guys. They they are they always recruit athletes and, like I said, guys that can run and uh, guys that can defend. They're, I mean, they, you know, quality club, quality program for a long time. And, and the job that Gary Gilmore's done there is uh, pretty impressive. Carter Cunningham getting an A-B here for East Carolina. Pass it hard. Hits it well down the line, and that one will be fair. That's going to score. Yeah, Resnick can run. Unless, unless he holds them up there. Cunningham. Nope, here he comes in. Cunningham make, goes to second. Make it 15-1 Pirates. Yeah, and I believe it's Resnick. It is. Yeah. Resnick, Resnick is the, uh, the uh, lead singer the of... rock star. Yeah. Uh, Nine, Nine Inch Nails. Inch, how did that... Mully. Nine Inch Nails guy? Trent Resnick, actually. I think is his Well name. done, sir. Thank you. That's shocking right there. Come on, man. Didn't know you were a, credit. a Nine Inch Nails guy. Uh, so a nice RBI double there from Carter Cunningham, and uh, his unfortunate for some, fortunate for others, we didn't get to hear his uh, walk-up song since it's the NCAA event. What on, baby? Yeah, that's yeah, a, that's a, that's a, that's an interesting. The kids one. like it, the adults not so much. I see a sign. You see that sign, Molly, hanging over the the uh, yeah, ASPS. it's east, yeah, yeah. east North Carolina. Got to remind or folks. East Carolina. Yeah, I think there was uh, there was a meme or something posted. I don't know if it actually happened where there was going to be some T-shirts given out to the ESPN folks to help them understand exactly the, the geography and the correct pronunciation of ECU. But I missed the first at bat from Ryan McChrystal. It says he's over one today. Missed that one, but That's he's wild. in the game. Uh, catcher number three, Molly. Yep. Because we have Wilcox and DHing. Yep. DH. And then, you know, Newton's yeah. burned and Rezik uh, just scored and he was listed as a first baseman catcher and this is your third catcher. So, going to uh, start in the year, we saw a lot of uh, yeah. uh, changes behind the plate. Yep. McChrystal being one, uh, Wilcox and being one. Then I, they finally settled with uh, Ben Newton, who's been doing good down the stretch. And so, I know you didn't mean it that way. They didn't settle with him. He, he, no, he, he earned took the spot. It, but he earned yeah. the spot, yeah. Do uh, you know what I'd like to see? Tur Williger get an AB off this guy. I, I'm with you. I, I mean, dude, he could swing it yeah. for a guy that doesn't get to hit much. Talking about Ryder Giles, give me Benny T. Benny T, baby, he could roll the pole. Garrett Saylor, <laughs> roll the pole. Mm-hmm. Now, what does that mean? Swing the bat. Roll the pole. You think I like never played baseball before? You well, say, you really didn't. I mean, is, uh, come on, Molly. Uh, we just played on Tuesday. <laughs> no, you did, and that was quite a display. I'm glad you guys shared that video. With For me. a guy that loves a good backside go with the pitch, I can't believe you're not more impressed with my AB. 
Well, you, he went yeah. backside, Molly. D- right, well, there's right lack the of that's a lack of bat speed. I stayed late. Yeah, you were just <laughs> I late. I back. woke up late. I got there late. I stayed late. Just late on soft toss. Uh, Josh Moylan to the plate now for the Pirates. I, did I say that we were talking about pitchers hitting? Uh, Garrett Saylor, one for one on the year. Yeah. Uh, batting a thousand. Yeah. A cooch, we've seen cooch swing it. Yep. I, sh- I mean, Moylan, come on, dude. And Terwilliger is, is one for three, but and he's made contact every he's had time. Three balls hit hard. And what do you call loud outs or loud uh, outs? Yeah, a loud warning out. track power. The last time I think he got a, yep. a, a well, I don't think it was a power issue. I think it was just a line drive. I mean, it was a high. I mean, he 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 smoked it. You know, it wasn't a uh, lack of, of of velocity to get out of the park. He just banged it off the wall. Was it this year that Cooch had a big time RBI no, single at the middle? Was, was that last year? year? It was last year. Cliff had made some moves and all of a sudden found himself in a position where Cooch was in the game uh, and Cooch gets a big hit. I, it might even have been like a go-ahead single or something. Now that too. was Matt Bridges. No, Cooch had one too. Okay. But I know Matt Bridges, Bridges did too, yeah. up the middle in a big maybe spot. Maybe you're right. Maybe it was Bridges. Maybe it was Bridges, Bridges that last year at Georgia Southern. Him out. Yeah. I'm thinking yeah. of. All right. Uh, we need to take a break. You going one more with us? We can. I mean, let's go. I will stay late. This is like uh, Seinfeld. Look, I'm always excited to get you on the show. I was extra excited today to get you on here and talk baseball because the analysis is just off the charts. Along with the jabs, we've done a lot of ass kissing, Molly, but we appreciate. I mean that. No, it's good. All right, take a timeout. Come back. Tony. Tony Dunn. Oh boy, that's pop up. We where? What is going on? This camera person, it, uh, we didn't see the out. At least the third time today, we have not seen a, the ball be caught. It's not like that every time, but it seems like if it's a very high fly ball, then. So you know what you know what our you know what our fan base is going to say. They sent us the crappiest camera operator because it's Eastern Carolina. <laughs> well, the first part of that segment was true, but I don't think it's because of. No, I think this this person is just not very good at their job. Brutal, brutal stuff. Tony Dunn will join us. We'll uh, see if we can find some football topics to talk about as we watch and talk about pirate baseball. And we'll give you some scores from around the country on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Debug. Debug. More to go. Pirate Radio Live after this. listening to hour two of pirate radio live now back to the show welcome back do you need custom t-shirts uh apparel or promotional items for your business organization or event well keep it local and print it local with university sportswear contact them today at university sportswear enc.com the official sportswear provider of pirate radio now let's head back in to pirate radio live here is your host clip brock all right, he's been uh, hot and sunny all day, starting to get some cloud cover here. But we're top of the eighth, so uh, hopefully we can get this one in before anything happens outside. Shirley Rhodes is doing double duty at the moment, audio and video production, and it, you're keeping up with the scoreboard too, Shirley? Well, yeah. Very impressive. Thank you. We got the score bug up now on our... Uh, that's right, doing one extra, doing one more. You know, the doing only standard that's not met today is no water. That was a good call on the way in. I, who, who's in charge of the water? That would be one of the yeah. ball, uh, higher-ups. Yeah, well, I would think, you know, we, we need to lead by example. Yeah, well, 
You know what? We all are parched. <clears throat> I'm going to bust open this Margaritaville Tropical Park. <laughs> there you right go, here, baby. And we will be giving that away coming up in the What's third left hour of, it? of today's show. <laughs> you uh, get one You get one bottle because that's all that's left. Now, I did uh, bring in an outside water and put in the fridge. It's all right. I, I got that good old tap water. Love now, it. if you Not win this it. today, take it out to the ballpark tomorrow because I do want to try and I think Hannah Manning said that she was going to let me try the, the Mango Peach Paradise. You know, you could buy these. No. No. Am I going crazy or is there still music lightly playing? I hear it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was driving and me nuts. she's back down again. Hey. I was like, where is this coming from? Uh, Cheryl- I thought I had pulled the pot all the way down. I had not. <laughs> no, Shirley's still up here. You're up there. You're still up here. I'd like to try Chandler. I'd like you to come sit over Uh-oh. here and do this. Big boy. Ooh. At the same time. Big boy. Ooh. And Not play to Candy Crush. No, 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 no. This guy no, no, can't no. even get the wrinkles out of his shirt. How is he going to do all that? <laughs> hey, wow. You can't Not tell. only running the sound. You can't tell. <laughs> not only running audio, keeping up with the score, watching the game, and doing the weekend logs at the same time. Wow. Nice job. Beaker's Thank in you. now. We've mentioned that we may see Beaker. Today. No, Molly's going to say it. You mentioned it. Well, I, I mean, I was just trying to get us, you know, back in some form of focus. If we're doing our scorecards, oh, Ryder, Ryder Giles, get his ass out of there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, QAB by Ryder in the last Dude, inning. I was so jacked when I thought he hit that home run, but so was felt. the dugout. Uh, Molly, if we're doing scorecards for our watch along and stuff, you, you've had Quab, a major quality, quality appearance. Bats. Thank you. You've done a great job. Today. Quality at watch. Quality of watch. Qual. I agree. Qual. That uh, the whole conversation on uh, pulling foul balls. Very yeah. educational. It was, <laughs> yeah, it was educational. It was, was kind of PBS like. Yeah. <laughs> NPR. Uh, now let's oh, get the old six forty three Mike Mollis to get out of the eighth. That is the pitcher's best friend. Tony, uh, what's up with your broke ass owner? <laughs> Bankruptcy. Uh, this is the way that rich people massage and finesse the game of life. And this is like the benefits of having money and assets is because you get to start businesses. And when they don't do well, you get to write them off and actually make money from their failures. And <laughs> How uh, many times do you think this has happened in his God bless America. America? I don't know. That's a great, a great question because he's not been, as far as I know, like a, a giant entrepreneur as much like as a just a guy. hedge fund guy. Yeah. But if you know, I have a friend that's in rental properties and like, they write off everything as a depreciating asset. And so, like, imagine the Panthers probably... Is a depreciating asset if there's ever been one. <laughs> well done. Well done. You're in the best mood I've ever seen. No. Well, thank you. I I know. It's like the nice Molly is here. You know why? And maybe it is part of Molly. But it's, I think I, I influence you a lot, Tony true whether true. you won't that just is say true. that or not that is true and the way i talk about mully you probably have a negative outlook on mully <laughs> yeah which because, is totally because i describe him as such a and it's not fair because mully is a great guy yeah and i see tony fairly regularly and yeah. I, like after we were on the air one time at the, at the same probably the only other time he comes walking in we're both having an afternoon uh pirate beverage and i kind of throw my hand up and he kind of drops his head and walks on i was like well shit, I, I, mean, I, I don't know uh 
I mean, I was going to engage him. I figured it's another 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 guy to have some sports talk with, and, you know, kind of. But it was uh, so since then, I act like I don't see him. I'm like, right. uh, so from now on, feel free. We'll acknowledge. Maybe shake hands. Maybe oh, share a beverage. Man, maybe you know, carry on. Man was just talking joke about clips. He's setting you up. That's don't way really. too Set easy. This guy's a jerk. Uh, for folks that don't know, so David Tepper's real estate firm filed for Chapter Eleven bankruptcy. And does this have to do? This has to do with the facility in Rocky, Rock South Hill. Carolina. Yeah. So obviously they set up a separate company to build this thing, <laughs> which goes to what you're talking about. You just set yeah, up a company. You just hey, set, yeah, and that's it's, what it's they, Tuesday. I feel like setting up a company. Yeah. Let's just establish this. And um, I don't know really what it means, other than I think that they're gonna. I guess be able to get out some of their debts, I would think. Yeah, probably restructure, pull some cash out of it from other places and not have to pay the debt that they owe out at the same volume that they would have to pay it at at the original structure. Donald Trump's like the champion of that. Like, you know, his bankruptcies are are limitless. I wish I could bankruptcy my credit card. You can, but it can be painful if you don't have all the money that they have. I mean, it's Uh a different, you know, a little different deal. Uh, we did learn something since we last saw you, Tony. Oh, what's uh, that? David Tepper will fire a coach. He fired the soccer coach. Like yeah. in the midway, inaugural season. Midway I mean, through They're his not first even season. done. No, yeah. And I feel like, and I'm not a soccer guy, you know that. And uh, But I feel like they've had good attendance. That's smoked. Uh oh. No, he uh, got it off the end of the bat. I yeah. feel like they've got had good attendance. I feel like, from what I've seen, they've been somewhat competitive. I don't follow it at all, but I did read one player. I don't know if this is true or not, but a player said, I'm not playing for you if this guy's still the manager when I get back from international. And apparently that's all it takes. That was all it takes. From what I read, I don't know. Which what? is strange that they have that much pool because yeah. um, – they didn't even have that. They were about to play their first game, and their roster was not even set. Two and days that early. coach that got fired said that they're in a. Uh, I'm trying to remember the word he used, but like we're in turmoil, and the season hadn't even started. <laughs> yeah. so. where, where do they play? In and Bank, Bank of America. America. Yeah. yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm. Which oh, here's another fun fact for you is that or interesting story with David Tepper. He pulls up the grass uh, at Bank of America, puts in turf so they can have concerts and things but all GCU year played the first game on that turf really? against App State last year and um, and so the soccer they can you know so they can do the soccer without the, all the wear on the field but I think it's Manchester United is that did they play there or something they had to they are, there's something that they're not allowed to play on turf so they brought in grass for one game for Jeez this. <laughs> this is. I know it's just it's a wild. It's just a circus with yeah. him. But that's what happens when you get bazillionaires. You know what I'm saying? Did and you like, see the line in that article, Mully? Where was it? The Rock Hill person yeah. said we he we, came in thinking we Jerry thought Jones. we were getting Jerry Jones and we got Dan Snyder talking <laughs> well, about I mean, Tepper. That's I, a hell of a line. I, well, I think there's a lot of truth to that, or at least as it's played out at this point. Yeah. But I. Um, I God, I don't. Surely it's not that bad. Yeah, there's I mean, a nah. there's a picture floating around on Twitter of a substation in Rock Hill, and it says the David Tepper special. We stopped making it halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> the funniest one was when they put the Halloween uh, Halloween Express. Uh, or oh yeah, 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 on the unfinished. Uh, practice facility yeah they literally had a, a building it was halfway half built. made like and they had is, they said quit it Stop. i just wonder what yeah i mean we got to see this whole johnny depp amber heard thing play out and how bizarrely wild people's lives 15 million dollars that's it what happened that's it who got 15 million well johnny, he's supposed johnny. to get to yeah johnny 10 D. at the end 
He he won. I just saw somebody put it on Facebook is the first time that a man's ever won a fight with a woman. <laughs> that, that was <laughs> I thought that was funny. But uh, you know, you got to wonder what the rich, the lives of the rich and famous, how you know, incredibly different they are from ours. And the things we think about as far as paying bills and like. Yeah. The stuff like that it just never goes through they don't care if they get arrested like if we get arrested with the lawyers and court oh, like, i know it would kill like, us they're just like yeah whatever well dude anyway i, I mean you know how many gift cards i would lose at pirate radio if i got arrested i mean that would I set mean, you back i know molly you wait. get gift cards <laughs> molly come on man <laughs> No, no, no perks. No, I, I get lunch every now and then with the with the bosses. You got a T-shirt or something? Yeah, I got a T-shirt. <laughs> uh, why are you shaking your head at a Ryder Giles as he drills a single to the left? That side? was drilled. No, not, it was not drilled. That I'll was be a, on. I will be on Molly's side. A that chopper. was a bounding ball through the infield. That was a seeing eye dog. Heads up played by the uh, shortstop to hustle to third to make sure somebody was covering. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Too. Get you watching the game at an elite level. Well done, Chan man. Joey Resnick, a.k.a. Trent Resnick, up. Yeah, his first at bat, he rolled one over two. Another C&I dog. Yeah, uh, the I mean, Pirates. Don't you want them to roll the pole? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that meant something different, Tony, in your world, didn't it? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Nobody's hit the uh, free taco sign. I don't think I've ever right seen field. that happen. Yeah, I was thinking earlier. I don't know that, I've, <laughs> that I recall that happening. And if it does, something amazing is going to happen. You get a free beef taco. That's a that's a ninety nine cent perk. I guess. Yeah. Hey, yeah, you don't even economy. get no sour cream on. No, it. no, you get that's beef, extra. cheese, and the shell. <laughs> it's that Tuesday taco. <laughs> have, have fun with that. <laughs> uh, Pirates playing out the string here, bottom of the eighth, up fifteen to one, as they have dominated. Tony, you excited, man? I mean, you're not a huge baseball guy, but you got to be pumped. Oh, look at that. There. there you go. Let's go. Let's get on the merry That's more than walking. That's walking a dog. That's not a CNI dog. No, that was that was better. Yeah, that, that dog's was... running in the park. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I know we've uh, highlighted some of Keaton Mitchell's tweets. Did you read this one? Get gone again, number thirty-five. Switch hands on him. Yeah, Keaton Mitchell is the biggest bandwagon baseball fan <laughs> I've ever but seen. He's into it, man. Yeah, he's and it's fun. As uh, the Pirates are rolling right Good now. Rip. Good yeah, rip. that was solid contact left center. You know what's funny to me is that of all the people that are actually baseball bandwagon fans clip brock you are clearly the biggest bandwagon fan of this team considering you had written them off for dead and now you are calling other people bandwagon fans i find that to be quite interesting i i i gotta really i gotta step in here i gotta defend my friend here what he said at the beginning of the year is it looks like it's gonna be hard to get have success i mean and, and that first month of baseball made it really feel like Oh, it was interesting. My biggest. Hold on, but clip was that the the, the no uh, no. My yeah, attorney went, really lightened up. What yeah, I said. he went. And I appreciate <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. So that invitation to speak when we see each other in public. Yeah. I said so ECU will not make it as an at large this year. The ship has sailed. We can still win the league and get in that way. So I wrote him off. Hundred percent. They have really not let you slide on this one bit. I feel no, like it, it, it's look, been it, every day it, that yeah, I tune is. into Pirate Radio. Somebody has to bring this up, and the, it's but, been the head coach, and it's been other people. Well, and that I, was fun. I get, that I was you, fun. I gave you credit earlier this week on on this program about how I respect you for owning up to 
takes yeah. a big man. It takes a big man no, it to does. admit that he was wrong. And I guess it takes a bandwagon fan to recognize a bandwagon fan because it's it's funny. Right. That's how I pick them you, out. So you, easy. Th- you throw <laughs> well, you bandwagon radar negative. is always on. Yeah, you throw the bandwagon thing you around very, very Bandwagon liberal. radar is on, and Keith Mitchell light up like it was a big circle on the radar. You can be pessimistic and be a fan though. I hope so because I'm a Washington Commander fan. and we're Panther fans. Yeah. So. I mean, the pitching was tough in the early part of the Mully's season. Mully's watched Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers his I entire know, spoiled. Life. It's like, listen, and he still complains. You know what? It's like he gets like uh, he comes down from Christmas and is like, oh, it's just the PS5. Another no, also, what, no, what I, is that? <laughs> another great mountain bike. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> What's it's, the it's, significance with uh, cowboy hats? Agnos has been doing that this year. One of their okay. things, I think they picked them up. So on their travels, they a couple of guys have a tendency to pick up random airport items. Right. And that I don't know that for a fact that that, they, that, that hat, those hats are, but that, that sure fits the motif of being a random airport. What purchase. changed about this team? They had guys the step season. up. They had guys that figured out that we and one of them's at the plate. He just struck out. But between him and Agnos, and, and, and I mean, I think it's him and Agnos. Was it uh, Worrell you're talking I, about? Yeah. You you go I, back to the line, I, and I agree with you where you say they needed a guy to follow. And, and, we, and, I, and we point blank called those guys out. Like it's got to be Worrell, Agnos. They're the guys who've been around the program. They understand the culture. This team's this team's quite young. If you you know if you look at the entirety of the roster, especially in a day and time where rosters are so old because of covid you know you've got you've got a lot of teams that have dudes that are out there that that are out there for their six year coastal carolina being one of those uh but th- those guys stepped up and there's a certain point man where you you can coach them as hard as you want to coach them if you're not getting the example from the team and you and that example comes a lot of times just we got to have some success we got to know that even if we trip and fall we can get up and we can keep going and i think you saw that with those guys man and, and cliff godwin will say this and he said it and he gives a lot of credit to Ryder giles he said it multiple times in interviews where he gives a lot of credit to Ryder giles for kind of saying you know what i'll go to the bullpen i'll do whatever you whatever i have to do to help this pitching staff out and i think he said on monday after the selection show that they would not be where there are where they are right now without Ryder Giles making that decision. Well, he gave them three of the biggest starts. I mean, you know, he, he his last three starts weren't great, uh, but his first three starts, two or three, were exactly what they needed at exactly the time they needed it. And it wasn't that they were lights out, no hitters or whatever. They were competitive starts. They were, I mean, he, you know, he, he goes down four. They have a big explosion there in like the second against, again, I think it might have been Cincinnati early on at Cincinnati. Uh, the team comes back, has a big win. They run rule a team. Ryder Giles, you know, eats innings, gets them to where the bullpen can be effective. So, I mean, I think it's leadership, man. It's so much. It's with everything. It's pro sports. It's whatever. Uh, it's it's having somebody lead the way. And to answer Tony's question further, I'll get your take on it, Mully. I don't know who gets the credit. It's it's equal players, coaches, but they figured out what to do pitching wise without Wisenhunt, without Cooch Maynard, without a big time starter and had Mayhew, they, they moved him from Penn, they moved Sailor from starter to Penn, Spivey from kind of weekend, midweek starter to Penn and pieced it together and found out a new normal for them, I guess pitching wise. But you know a lot of what we saw with them when they were going through all that was 
that happened because there were really bad outings by lots of guys. So it was just all, guys. All of a sudden, these guys figure out. You know, they're grinding in the midweek, man. They're grinding when nobody's watching, right? They're trying to get better. They're working mechanics. They're doing all these things, and you're teaching. You're teaching these young guys the whole time. You got to remember, man. Some of these dudes were just rock stars a year ago. They're playing in the high school state championship. <laughs> now they're on the biggest stage that college baseball has to offer until we get to Omaha. Uh, and those guys, all of a sudden, that thing that you've said a hundred times, that kid finally feels it and goes, hey, so this is what you mean by this, and now I can make that change. That happens because you continue to coach them. We tell people all the time, if if I'm on you, it's not because I don't like you. If I quit talking to you, it's because I've given up on you. If I keep, oh, he loves us. It's yeah. Well, I mean, as you're as you're trying to make changes with a guy, if you just see that you know you're two years into your, into this invested time and that he's reluctant to your changes, then it's probably not going to be a fit. Apparently and clearly, uh, Cliff and Austin and and Palumbo, those guys kept coaching these kids all the way through, and we're seeing the result. And look who's in now, Molly, the hyphen, like oh, is he? Yeah, Shankman has Uh, uh, come in. Can you go deep with pitching like this, man? I I, I think it's super (laughs) interesting. I I think the book, the history book, says no. Well, I don't know that the history book has anything to compare it to. There's not been a college team that I've paid attention to. So they don't by committee. The way I would the way I would state it with this team is they don't really have a number one, but they have a lot of number twos, and they you know and they they have a ton of guys that could pitch, uh, that would you know be Saturday or or Sunday starters, uh, not necessarily that that donkey up front that they were hoping Wizenhut would have been or, or maybe Coochmaner. I, I think it's so interesting because uh, we talked about it earlier any guy can be called on to go at any point, start a game, close a game middle relief whatever they've, they've done it all so i think it's a really kind of interesting thing you know in, in sports very few people have original ideas right they they copy if it's it. the air raid offense or if yeah. it's whatever they they copy it maybe put their tweak on it all of a sudden you may find a situation where college programs look at what east carolina did with what would be thought to be less than stellar pitching uh, at least from any one guy and go you know what we don't have to go get a big time number one guy. We need to get the. We get, need to make sure that we have ten guys that can give us quality. Today outs. we need three guys to give us three innings. Yeah, we, of we, their we, best work. Right, and, and, and look, there's nothing harder in the world as a hitter. There's two things that are very very difficult. Number one is to sit in the dugout till about the eighth inning and come out and pinch hit after you've not been involved in the game. It's very difficult to do. The second thing is very very difficult to do is face a different pitcher every time you go to the plate. So there's something to be said for it, but you have to have incredible depth, which East Carolina does have, to be able to do that. So I don't know, man. I I think this this staff has been handled such that they are ready for a postseason run from the standpoint of any guy at any time may have to grab the ball and go out there and do a job. Tony, we talk about it with like fantasy football. Like we're conditioned, like what happened last year, what's happened yeah. in the past, and and we do it with teams too. Like when uh, like the Bills before they got good, the Bills always stunk. So like, nah, they're not going to be good this right. year because they have always stunk. But like we haven't seen. We always think you have to have an ace or yeah. two aces, I think or maybe even last year two aces and a half right. to go a long way. So originally my answer to you is no like a team can't do this and make a run but why not why not i mean and look the 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 with with nil with the competitive nature of recruiting right now programs are gonna have to figure out that these marquee guys 
I don't know that baseball will be as affected as dramatically as football and basketball. Clearly, it won't be. But these like number one guys that are coming out of high school that are potential high round draft picks or maybe going to college, the the schools that are not traditionally powerhouse programs are probably going to have a tough time landing those kids. You know, so you may find a situation like Tennessee has right now. Tennessee can roll out five or six Friday night guys if they're at any other program in the country. Just so happens they're at Tennessee. The East Carolina method at this point, and we saw this in Pro Bowl at one point uh, with the Rockies. Even when Alex White was there, uh, Jim Tracy was the manager, and they tried the shuttle system Mm -hmm. where the starter was slated to go five, and then they were going to pass the ball around to get through the ninth. So we've seen it. You know, they had a a taxi guy, and they had all these terms for what these guys were going to be, but the starter was only going to go five innings. That was it. So instead of going with... You know, and you saw some uh, in, in pro ball even even now, maybe not quite as much now, but back, I don't know what, six, eight years ago, pitchers were very, um, their duties were very specific. You're a starter, you're a middle reliever, you're a closer. And that's what you did. This team is like, um, hey, dude, we may need you to start today. Yeah. We may, may need you to close today. We might need to throw four innings in the middle of the game. And, yeah, and then we may need you to go run the bases. We may need you because they, they, Cliff recruits athletes. Is this Cliff Godwin's best season nope. as a coach? W- 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 in my opinion, and I don't know what he would say, but from an observer that has a little bit of an idea, I, I've never seen a turnaround in any sport, in any team, at any level that's like this one. The closest one I can think of is NC State last year in baseball. And they started off really, really struggling and ended up in Omaha and had, you know, really terrible luck. Um, but I... Um, I mean, that's got to say something about him as a, co- a coach in this 100%. team, right? It's like, this might be his best... It might best not be coaching the best, job. Yeah, it might, might not be the best season they've had in theory, but well, like his coaching, like the turnaround you're saying, the way to keep the team together... To try to figure it out on the fly like this, where it wasn't maybe the plan you went into the season with, that says a lot about. No, it's tons, tons, and I think what to do too, right, Molly? You do the like fall ball and all that, where you kind of define your roles and all right, this yeah, is what you're right. going to be here's this what we, year. Here's what yeah, we think, what and you're changing it up, you know, yeah, midstream, week. midstream, yeah. yeah. So, I, and I think what goes lost in this whole deal is I want you to think about the job Jeff Palumbo did in in leading the recruiting effort. So he dealt with, and everybody in the country dealt with COVID, right. dealt with not being able to get out and see guys, dealt with. So I mean, you had to take some calculated risks. He he provided this team this opportunity by getting this number of capable players. That there may not be, there may not be a first round draft pick on this team, but there's a lot of guys that are really good college baseball players. That's the job here, right? The job, yeah. You want to you want to create guys that have a, a, an opportunity to play p- past college. But your job is to get to Omaha and have a chance to compete for the national championship. Imagine if this was the team that got us there. You know what? And I've said, I've said before, man, and and I and I've said it. It would not surprise me if they were to get to Omaha. I would be amazed by the feat. But it would not surprise me because there are certain times, man, where you just look at the like the stars and the you know and the way this thing's panning out. It's. It's pretty incredible. Are it, they still on the hot win streak? Yeah. This will be 19 if they get one more out. One more out. So you're talking four wins. And. Oh, oh barehanded. Hey, see you later. 
And that's so, the ball game. So you're talking four more wins puts you on a 23 game win streak, which yeah. puts you in Omaha. That that that's that's a that's all it takes. Yeah. Well, four more wins. You gotta four win. in a row. If they win tomorrow and uh, Sunday, they're in a super, and then it's a best of three series. So that's it. So, but 23. All the, wow. that number means yeah. to this program. So there's a lot of things, man, that you Are go, we the team of destiny? I mean, I, I, man, it, it, man, you don't want to get put you know, nah, count nah, your nah. chickens before they hatch, right. but it is an right. uh, exciting feeling right now, there, isn't it? There are a lot of things. Listen, Greenville never, myself included, an eight seed never would have dreamt it. I think we finally. believer not, <laughs> not the eight seed. I was not a believer. <laughs> nah, nah. But when you're looking at all the things that have happened and. Uh, the way things continue to unfold, the pitching staff is in great shape right now for tomorrow. They're gonna have. Yeah. Look, I don't care who they play tomorrow. They're gonna have a battle. I mean, it's going to be a dog fight. Who it's, do you prefer to play? Oh, man, I don't know. I, I really don't know how I would answer that. Do you I, go Mayhew? Is that your first? Thought? I think I think that's where I go. It's either Mayhew or Spivey. And now if well, I can, he's high on coastal. You were asking who he prefers to play tomorrow. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Oh, I, and, and but, again, my answer to that is but, Virginia's Virginia, and they're yeah. really, really good, and they're very disciplined. They go about things the right way. Now, what's interesting there is uh, Coach Godwin, having played for Coach McMullen, who's on the UVA staff, they, they obviously uh, and haven't been around them, you know, a lot uh, throughout the years at different levels. There's a lot of familiarity with how each guy is going to manage the game. I think that favors East Carolina regardless of the matchup because everybody anticipates that Cliff will do anything at any time. He'll squeeze with the bases loaded. He'll make a pitch and change when nobody in the world thinks he'll make a pitch and change. He'll show bunt when you know just he'll almost, go to page seven on the pamphlet. Yeah, well, he'll take the pamphlet and throw it out the window and go. You know what? Let's go with this because well, this is what my gut tells me. That over coaching we talked about earlier in the year. It's great coaching when they're winning, right? No, it's and, funny and, how that changes. And I think when you are a little slight at places, you you have to be a little more creative, you know. And it's but it's um man it's 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 a it's a it's a heck of a ride. I, I uh again I, there's no way anybody in Greenville would have expected that we would have an eight seed that they would even be. I mean, even to be a host, you really would not have expected that. Right now, we are, as Coppin State's AD told me earlier, they're playing with house money. In all reality, we're playing with house money because we were 14 and 13 at one point in this season. Yeah. So it's like, hey, guys, you know what? Let's go out and play hard, see what happens. Enjoy yourselves. Enjoy each other. It's a life experience. And let's just see what happens. So it's lo- if you lose, season over? No, it it, double, it, elimination. double. Double elimination? Okay. Yeah. Uh, seventeen to one, the final. Troy D going to uh, come join us in studio to recap this one, and uh, we'll continue to talk about it throughout the show. Mully, thanks for uh, hanging. Yeah, man, you enjoyed re- it. You want to keep going? No, I'm out. Come on, <laughs> I'm out. This is like when uh, Kramer and that guy are in the car and they don't fill up the gas, and you just keep on going. Just yeah, go. no, I, hey, I, he stayed the whole, he stayed the whole game. You made it the whole game. I did the game. Yeah. We got squeeze play on. Love this. We got the uh, two games going on at once here on TV. So we'll keep we'll look at the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard when we return. More with Tony Dunn. See if there's any NFL news and notes. And hey, tenth inning Colin show. Want to give us a call? Give us your thoughts on the Pirates. 317-1250. We're back with more on Pirate Radio Live after this.
You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Hey, for the latest breaking news, interesting stories, and awesome contests that can make you a winner, be sure to follow Pirate Radio on our social media. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at PR927FM. Join the over 55,000 followers today. Now, let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Brock. Charlie, we're on a delay. When you say now you back think? to the show, give us like seven seconds and we'll be I'm with just you. staring at you. We're giving you time to update video. You know, you got a lot going on back there. Shirley Rhodes, everybody. Double about, duty. Oh, man. Good Triple work, duty, today. apparently. Shout out to the entire team, which Troy D can give some kudos to the team as well. Because Absolutely. we've been here. Yeah. He's been part of the on location Are yeah, you at Clark sure? LeClaire Stadium. Are you sure you were out at Clark LeClaire Stadium or running a... <laughs> he 5K? ran a 5K. <laughs> I'll tell you what, bud. It was hot. I mean, and I'm not one to complain about the heat. And I'm not... No. Don't take this as complaining. I'm just... A recognizing it's an observation, reporting, yes, it's an observation, getting facts. <laughs> it was hot as hell out there, okay. And everyone out there, uh, we somehow we were able to uh salvage a tent, and thank goodness we were able to get a little ta- uh shade at the pirate radio tailgate zone in the jungle. I gotta say, first of all, great crowd today. I know there were a few no shows, it was basically a sold out, but look, this is a Friday, a lot of people do have to work, school was in now. I we did pull our kids out of school because I figured what better learning experience for the kids than a regional NCAA tournament here in Greenville. They'll remember this 10 years from now, what they did today. They won't remember if they stayed in school. Basically, EOGs are over. There's not a lot going on. This would be a memorable, teachable moment. So I thought this was the good thing. And I saw a lot of kids out there, which was good. But tomorrow night's a different story. Now, coming back, 7 o'clock, the nightcap. Madhouse. Got all day. Uh, Going to play a, a premier-type opponent either way, almost. And uh, I, I think the crowd, you're really going to see max capacity at Clark Claire coming up Saturday. I saw, by I the go, way, 5,085. I said the total that was count. the seventh most all time. Yes, that's today. what yeah. that's what crazy. ECU baseball like, is saying. It was a great crowd. One o'clock just, on a Friday. Yeah, it's still as I said for some people that did have to work. It's a tough time. You know, not everybody's able to ditch out of work, and but, you know, appreciate you recognizing that. No, I mean, and like some you guys, guys like, got to do three hours on the radio, yeah, right? Two exactly. Extra and by hours. the way, great job with we the, had a blast with the um, watch along. Watch along. I thought that was fantastic. I tried to tune in, actually tuned into some of that from the studio. So, I mean, from the stadium. And credit to Mike so, Mullis. Thanks for yeah, yeah. For thanks to Molly. I, I I really thought Molly was just going to come in for an inning. Or I two did too. And go out there. Molly goes the distance and throws. A no hit. He went complete game. Complete yeah. game, and yeah. the analysis from him is just out of this world. Yeah, Cliff Godwin says stay late. Pirate Radio says get here early, and, and then and stay late. late. And stay, stay late. late. <laughs> uh, some other scores, uh, and we'll recap it in a moment. Troy D, we'll let you uh, get a sip of water and, and get settled in. <laughs> and breathe. Uh, how about the Fighting Camels from Bowie's Creek? Campbell fifteen, Georgia Tech eight today. So Campbell moves on. Their gift is they probably get to play Tennessee tomorrow, the best team in the country. So a lot of orange versus orange there. Uh, Florida State beat UCLA five to three. Arkansas knocked off Grand Canyon seven to one. East Carolina seventeen to one over Cobb and State. Pirates scored the most runs so far today. Although Oklahoma was close, they won sixteen to three. Ball is over Liberty. One upset ish. Columbia eight. Gonzaga two. UConn, who I guess was the three against Wake the two, UConn eight to seven over Wake Forest, Southern Miss beat Army two nothing. Those are the finals right now. You got a lot of games going on. Uh North Carolina up ten to three. 
there is a delay as notre dame has a two nothing lead over texas tech let's see any upsets texas is going to beat air force it looks like they're up eight to two uh, so that's what's going on right now on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dub Up. Dub I, up. I will say, man, what a great timing to get this game in because as oh, I was yeah. coming in, it did look like thunderstorms could be rolling through. Don't have to worry about that. Pirate fans and this team, they can just sit back and relax tonight. Hey, if it thunderstorms, not our problem. If it get, these other games get delayed, not our problem. You know, so... Um, a huge advantage for ECU right now, kind of in the catbird seat, so to speak. So, um, is that that's did I say that right? Yeah, you would like yeah, that yeah. phrase. The yeah, I do, seat. I, yeah, I know. Is that too old? Am I dating? No, no, no. Something? Okay, I didn't know. I Troy D's go-to phrases like that. Shovel this, ready is one of your favorites. Yeah, shovel ready. Now this game, <laughs> I'm calling this game the Karate Kid game. This was a no mercy game for ECU. There is not a 10 run rule. They kept the foot on the gas. They didn't let up. They swept the leg and they just pounded the Eagles. And I loved it. This, I mean, it's great to see. A lot of times, you know, in football clip, you see, oh, are they running up the score? And then there's, uh, is that, hey, run up the damn score. This is the game. Good teams and great teams, this is what they do. They're supposed to beat teams they're supposed to beat, and they beat them with authority. This wasn't a come-from-behind 3-2 victory we just squeaked by. This was an ass-beating by the Pirates. And this was good to see, and it was good to see early, and gives this team a ton of confidence for tomorrow. Well, and while doing that, also put in a lot of backups, basically emptied the bench. Yes. And kept on piling on. Is, and, and and stayed fresh for tomorrow. Yeah. Is baseball the only sport where you can't, where it's like not. <laughs> where there's no clock. Or, and not, like, it's not looked down upon to run up the score. You know what I mean? Like, what no, do you do in well, baseball? Like, there what are do you those really unwritten do? rules in, if you steal bases and uh, if you. Yeah. Win. And people get I mad, think at different but, lower levels, at youth levels, it's it's frowned upon. But I mean, but, just but you go up to the batter's box to hit the ball. You yeah. don't but, take it. But know. guys, these are D one yeah. baseball players. Yeah. This is the NCAA tournament. There was nothing I, like classless or anything no, today. Right? We were but just there are better, examples. You can't in tell. Leagues. You can't okay. tell the guys lay off. Yeah. You can't tell Bryson Worrell don't hit the ball. Hey, one one and, home run this inning's enough. You don't need a second one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what, how insulting, you know? Talk it about rubbing it like, in. It does seem like the one sport, though, is like as long as you're not stealing bases and doing stuff like that, yeah. you are supposed to just play it, every, play it out. Yeah. Now yeah. you would you would have loved this clip. So I didn't have a t- I had a media pass. I didn't have a ticket to the game. So I was just kind of standing. You know, was, there's not a there's a lot of media here. So I didn't have like a, a seat, which is fine. I just kind of stood and bounced around and stuff. So for the first part of the game, I was standing behind home plate, which I do like Clark Leclerc because you can kind of stand and, and watch behind you know the seats in and the concourse. In, in the concourse, not in anybody's way. It's it's great. Uh, well, and I, you know, and you see a lot of people come by, and you know, you say hello to folks, and the guy next to me is like, "Damn, you like know everybody." I was like, "Well, I've been here a while, you know, I've kind of been around." But I was like, "What are you new, or who are you? What school are you with?" He goes, "Oh, I'm with the Atlanta Braves." I was like, oh, I got a good friend that loves the Atlanta yeah. Braves. So I said, I assume, are you scouting? He goes, yeah, I'm a, I'm a scout for the Braves. I'm here for the tournament. Awesome. I, I said, this this is like the first inning. I said, well, here's a guy you need to keep an eye on with East Carolina. I said, keep an eye on Bryson Worrell. I said, this guy is hot. He is. I said, he was my early in before the season. I said, if you lined them all up and you just had to pick one. Who is a Major League Baseball player? Who fits the profile? Who looks the the part? You'd pick him. And then if you saw him play in the AAC tournament, who played the best, who has the biggest plays, who has the biggest hits and home runs, it would be him. I said, keep your eye on this guy. He's like, oh, okay, that's cool. We talked for a while. I gave him, 
I, I introduced him to Billy Parker. He's going to go to Parker's for dinner. You there know, you I mean, so we, like we became once friends. again Troy D. Welcoming committee. Yes. I'm telling you, that's your I, job. Then I went off to sit with Brian Bailey for a little while. During that time, guess what happens? What happens? Bam! Bryson were a home run. Bam! Bryson were a home run. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we hey, then. I see and I then the guy looked at you and you. And he at you the end of the said, inning. Do you want to be a scout? I, hold on. Let me finish the story. At the end of the inning, I walked back and I said, oh, hey, Ryan. God. Yeah. Good to see you again. I said, remember that guy I told you to keep it? He's like, damn, you're right. He's unbelievable. He's like, that kid We're is drafting awesome. Him. I said, I should be doing your job. And he goes, and I want your job. So he gave me his card. Life swap. Great, great dude, Clip. Look, I, I, I got a hookup with the Atlanta Braves. He invited me to come to some games. Uh, that's an so, awesome story. Troy, please don't become a Brave Scout. Please let me have them without so you meddling. So if Bryce Morrow gets drafted by the Braves. Now, this now that, a, if that happens. This could be the the how it all started. If that right happens, you're, you're now I will say I pumped him up huge, yeah. and then he delivered, you know. But it was before I talked about him, and then right on cue, bam! I mean, when do you see a guy hit two homers in the same inning from the different from side different of the plate? Sides of the plate. Uh, exactly, one right, one left. I've never That's saw. I mean, I I, in any level yeah. of baseball, yeah. how often does that? That might have been he the first time in history. There. That's happened. He knew that scout was there. He's like, check this out. It's go, incredible. Go yard from the other no, side. No, that, that's that's historic, and got to give you a lot of credit. That's the first time you've told a Bryson World story without mentioning <laughs> him with his shirt off. Did you mention him? I did not. Oh, this guy. I'm very not, proud of you. I did I not know. I was just learning, I was just meeting this guy. I didn't want him to think I was a total creeper. You know, like what if he said, uh, "How's his body? How's he look with his shirt off?" Great physique. And you glad say, you oh, asked. My, I'm so glad you asked. I want to let you know look this, this guy's guy, physique's incredible. This guy puts in the work off the field. He's in the gym yeah. all the time. Yeah. He eats right. He looks great. He's gonna look good on a Braves calendar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now let me tell you something. You'd be lucky to get him with the Braves organization clip. Oh, oh man. I don't think there's a single team that would be lucky to have him. <laughs> I mean, just an awesome dude, too, yeah. as we've learned. Uh, yeah. And so. then how about this for a damn one degree of separation? We're uh, uh, freaking dying out there. It's like the fourth or fifth inning. So me and Bailey go back to the Pirate Radio tailgate zone in the jungle to cool down for a minute and have a uh, pirate beverage, pirate beverage. And uh, guess who I meet? Bryson's girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Was hanging out at our tailgate zone. Very and he nice said, you're lady. one lucky guy. <laughs> <laughs> And he said, I wish I could trade places with you. Hey, uh, you ever thought about being a scout for the Braves? I said, honey, you know how to pick talent. Oh, Hold man. on to this guy. He's going places. Oh, well and if you take him to the beach or pool, because this guy's got a great physique. And you said, you outkick your coverage. <laughs> First time he's ever said it to a woman. <laughs> You don't have to worry about Troy hitting on his girlfriend because yeah. he hits on Bryce. Yeah. yeah, you're in my way. <laughs> if we could eliminate you're my competition. Wow. All right. Hey. Oh wow. Those are two cool yeah. neat stories. Yeah. Today. So that was and today. So. By the way, you were out in the jungle. Tell us about the scene out there and uh, some people that you saw. I, there were some football faces that you saw. Yeah. Keaton Mitchell. Yeah, he was out there. I was in the jungle some, then in the stadium some. So I kind of split my time back and forth. But uh, talked to Chad Tracy multiple times. He had just That's rolled cool. into town. And I got to tell you, man. Let me tell you, Chad Tracy. First of all, I was a big Chad Tracy fan. Reason why I'm a Nats fan. He is, he looks, honest to God, he looks like you could put a uniform on him today and he could be right back in the major league. He looks that good a shape. His forearms are the size of my uh, thighs. It's incredible. Like, now we want to talk about another guy in great shape. Chad Tracy, freaking stud. Ready to roll. Mike, 
uh, Mike Houston hung out with us for a while. Yeah, he's in good shape. I, actually, you know what? For his age, he, Mike is in great shape. All right, we don't have to do this for everybody. All we right, bring up. But all right, um, I ended up giving Mike Houston a ride back to his truck. Yeah, but my top button. Hit. Tony Dunn, <laughs> great shape. Tony, Tony Dunn, very good shape. Um, actually, I gave Mike Houston a ride back because Mike Houston, a popular guy in the Pirate Nation, so he had to Not get back to his truck. It could take an hour for him to walk back because oh, he's got to talk to everybody. Correct. Yeah. So I said, I said, hop in. I gave him a ride back, and he said, "You just saved me an hour. <laughs> you, you did. One, like, you, you did. did one gave more. me the greatest gift. Not that he doesn't want to talk to you. He was yeah. there, and he was very accessible and hanging out in the jungle. And Mike's a great, a personable guy, and I think people really like that. But uh, he's the opposite of you. He doesn't want to talk. Where you do want to talk. No, no, no. I don't think he minds it. I, I know, just think he was ready I'm, to go. I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm kidding. So I was able to help him uh, I go out. pointed out Mike Schwartz was there. Like, everybody kind of coming together. It was, like a, it was an all-hands-on-deck deal. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and I let me give a shout-out to JJ while we're giving out compliments with East Athletics. The media pregame meal where they sometimes they step it up a notch for tournament play. Clip, you know this. You know the media. I'm going to check it out tomorrow. Uh, today, guess what they had? What's that? Chick-fil-A. Hmm. Oh. Can't beat it. I it mean. was and it did not run out. Sometimes you you know you get there late and it's Chick-fil-A a buffet. It was <laughs> Chick-fil-A. Fantastic call by JJ. Right. And I uh, just want to give him a shout out. Good to know. Hopefully. I uh, assume it's JJ that's in charge of that. And if not, whoever was, nicely done. Uh awesome day at the yard, as uh Troy D described. We need to take another break. We'll come back. We're just kind of chit-chatting, folks, after the pirate win. If you want to call in 317-1250. We'll take the tenth inning. Yeah. Give us a call. Call-in show. Uh, we do have one scheduled guest. Mark Greenhill is going to join us to talk a little golf. And also, as a Clemson guy, we're going to tell him to stay away from our baseball coach as they have an opening. Oh, uh, But other than that... The chatter just, has already begun. It has. Molly was talking about it earlier. And, and here, uh, real quick, here's what I'm worried about. If Cliff takes this team to Omaha, all bets are off. Because then mission accomplished for yeah. what Cliff wanted to do here. I thought about that. And I'm not saying he would leave, but I'm not saying... At that point, anything's really, truly, he could leave. The door's more open. With clear conscience. Yes. We'll take a break. Come back. More to go. Pirate Radio Live after this. Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Hey, did you miss a show on Pirate Radio? Well, you can listen to all of Pirate Radio's archived local programming by subscribing to us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or Spotify. Subscribe today by going to the podcast app on your iPhone or Apple device and search for Pirate Radio Audio Archives. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Brock. All right, East Carolina, a big winner today over Coppin State, 17-1. to East Carolina advances uh, winner's bracket. We'll play at 7 o'clock Saturday night under the lights at Clark LeClaire Stadium against the winner of Virginia and Coastal Carolina. Real quick, speed round of NFL news and notes while Tony Dunn's here, and we'll get these out of the way. Uh, Fitzmagic calls it a career this week. Yeah, It was the trifecta yesterday in retirement announcements. Who else? Uh, Frank Gore. Another long-timer. Oh, wow. Frank Gore signed a one-day contract to retire with the 49ers. And then there was one more, and I have completely forgot who it was. Frank Gore was like in the inaugural. It was another 49er. I want to say it was Alex something. <laughs> Mac. 
Alex Mack. Alex Mack, the center. Yep. Has been around a long time. It stinks because Frank Gore's son is a running back at FAU. Southern Miss. And I, Southern Miss. Thank you, Chandler. They kind of like played together. I wanted him to stay long enough to be in an eye formation with his son. With Bronny. That would have been LeBron awesome. Yeah, like the Griffies did back in the day. Uh, Marion Barber passed away, which was sad news. Do you know what happened? I do not. I don't either. Passed away that at the age right. of 38. Had one of the best football runs accident. in the world when, when he ran that two-yard from run. From the one-yard oh, line? From his own end zone. Outside. Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> uh, one of the big power backs. Uh, he was awesome. Ago. So, uh, a few NFL news. Andre Smith, there. former Panthers. I didn't even know he was a Panthers player, draft pick. He was a seventh With rounder. Carolina. He just got uh, popped for his PEDs oh, in Buffalo. Really? Yeah. All right, there's a few. Uh, Luke Kuechly, was that Bill's practice the other day I saw? Yeah. The, uh, I guess the brand in Carolina isn't too inviting. Had a good sports trivia question the other night, Troy right. D. In the Ooh. last 20 years, and you can chime in too, Tony, because Greg Olson will be on the call for the Super Bowl this year hmm. as the color analyst. In the past 20 years, there have been 10 Super Bowl TV commentators that have called the game. Oh, wow. You wanna, I'll, I'll list them if you guys want to throw out some names. Joe so Buck. there's five play-by-play, five color analysts. Joe Buck. Joe Buck. Mike Tirico. No. Uh, I said Mike Tirico. Oh. Al Michaels. Yep. Uh, Pat Summerall. His last game was Chris the last Collinsworth. Years. Collinsworth. John Madden. Troy Aikman. Phil Sims. Oh, uh, Greg to- Gumble. Tony. Uh, uh, did we say uh, Romo? Tony, Tony Romo. Romo. He G- did the your guy, yeah. Jim Nance. Wow. Jim Nance. Na- Jim Nance, yeah. and then uh, Greg Gumble. Gumble was the nice. last one. Oh, huh. that's a good trivia uh, Ten in the last twenty years, there will be two new names this year with Joe Buck's move to ESPN. It could have been the guy from Fox until uh, Tom Brenneman. Yes, is that? The, oh no, the guy that with uh, who who hit the home run? With yeah, yeah, that was Brenneman. Oh, yeah. There's a lot. Yeah. Uh, do we have that cut? We we'll have to get that during the. You know, what I'm talking about where yeah. he's apologizing. And he goes, I'll never. There's a deep ball. I'll never wear these headsets again. I consider myself a man of faith. faith. Yeah. And there's a deep hit to left by Cassianos. Yeah, he will not be calling. Uh, but he would have been if it wasn't for that. He was kind of in line. I he guess. was kind of going to be the next guy. Great yeah. voice. Yeah. And now he's doing high school sports <laughs> in Ohio. Yeah. Ooh, kind of a fall from grace for him. Indeed. Uh, Pirates winners today. Troy D was out there. Um, somebody wanted to do a welfare check on you let's see who that was and oh i think it was kevin Kev, says kevin uh, cozart detroit gets sunburned he looks a little red you doing okay over there i'm a little fatigued <laughs> um i it was hot i wasn't expecting like i guess i wasn't really thinking it would be that big of a deal but i think after sitting out there and standing out there for that long i realized um yeah i probably should have brought some sunscreen and i probably should have got a little more shade this is good Pirates have four September home games in football, Troy D. Yeah. You said you wanted to be prepared for it. Correct. I think you're on your way. This is like a dress rehearsal for those. You better get your act together because these are three back-to-back tailgates this weekend. That's right. And I've always said regional baseball could kill you if you're not careful. (laughs) Because a lesser man could pass from this. Absolutely. A lot of drinking and a lot of heat. Yes. And a lot of standing and a lot of talking. And some people aren't prepared for this, guys. Yeah. And, and not everyone's built for it. Being a um, scout is exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's working three jobs. Yes. He's doing yeah, he's doing everything. But uh, I am recovering. I am a little hot though. I got to be honest. I feel like <clears throat> I need like a because gallon of water. Because the world was in the in the building. Right. 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 Now yeah. how could I tell you what? How does he top that? Well, two home runs. Hit a home run every at bat. Yeah, I, it's going to be tough. 
it's going to be tough to do. Four, what, did you say he got on base four consecutive times, too? Yeah, at one point, he was two for two, two walks, had got on base every time. Did you say that. he's perfect? He was, uh, he was Mr. Perfect. Until the strike out of the end, right? Yeah. And he's just as mellow as anybody He is. is. He's very laid back. He's cool perfect dude. to Troy. <laughs> <laughs> he's my kind of guy. <laughs> um, who do you think, who would you like to see us play, Coastal or yeah, Virginia? I, I think, I think I Coastal is going to win, and I think it's going to be East Carolina Coastal. Coastal is the hotter team right now. I think right Coastal's now. on an uptick. Virginia's on a downtick. And I tell you what, don't sleep on Coastal. I talked to some of their people today out there, too. And I think they'll have some fans show up for that game if they make it to the 7 o'clock game Saturday. I'm pulling for, you know, 17 to 15, 12 innings, use a lot of arms, yeah, yeah. wear them out. Exhausted. Uh, Hot as all get out. A rain delay wouldn't be bad, Troy D. Make yeah. him be out there for six hours. He's fine with me this time. Uh, but yeah, that's late at night. Yeah, seven yeah. o'clock. Now, and and you got to figure Virginia's got a little chip on their shoulder from where they started to where they are right now. Yeah. So they're a dangerous team too. Virginia uh, lost the Charlottesville Regional to East Carolina. Yeah, uh, not that long ago. So that's still in the mind. In dramatic of the fashion. Travis Watkins walk off home. What run. a what a finish. So uh, yeah, that's got to be one of the greatest finishes of any ECU baseball game. Definitely to walk it off uh, to beat the number one seed there. So, uh, yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun tonight. And then coming up Saturday, you'll have the loser of that game against Coppin State at 1, and then uh, the atmosphere is going to be incredible 7 o'clock Saturday yeah, night. Yeah, the one thing I will say is a lot of people do uh, pay attention to our social media or hear this show clip because uh, the feedback I got about Cliff's comment was tremendous. Which was? Uh, good oh, to see you here. you being out there? Yeah. Boy, Cliff is all over your ASS. Well, mate, I, hey, I'm glad it's not me. I'm glad he. Yeah, he's trained. He, he is now. Is are, you, are, you, are you kidding me? Hey, dude, only show up for postseason or what? Big games, coach. Yeah, it's a big game. Yeah. So, <laughs> they're like they, people got a kick out of that. Who's so. on the hit list for Cliff right now? It's Troy D. So, yeah, uh, two days in a row, by the yeah, way. Yeah, screwing up. You're gonna make it a third. I am. I, I thought about I, honestly. I was like, man, this game's in control at the end of the third. I could take off for the beach right now, still get a good partial day in, <laughs> stay all day tomorrow, not leave until five, still be back for the first pitch. Yeah. And still have a beach. But I was like, you know what? I want to soak it in. Yeah. I want the tailgate tomorrow. I want the full experience. And, you know, I'll, the beach can wait. That can be another time. You don't always get to host regionals, Clip Brock. That is true. Tony, uh, you're welcome to hang or you could go. Uh, the great thing about this is ECU winning and playing well kind of made me forget about the Hurricanes losing. Oh god! And it's just an extra bridge to kind of get us closer to football because yep. we got a lot of. It was nice. It's nice of, not to talk about those things, even though Lightning Rangers tonight, good series. I was Rangers just go getting in too. into the Hurricanes. Like I started, you yeah. remember I told you I was like, no, nah, I need them to like really do something, and then I'll kind of catch. The Shows favorite. you this is that um, I've watched enough hockey long enough to know when you got a great goaltender like Shosturkin, 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 is that they're gonna you it's just hard it don't matter how good you are it's like is and that's the thing is everybody thought that tampa's gonna dang sweep the rangers and stuff sorry when you got a great goalie like that you're and it seems like it. they get like super hot or something too like just red hot if you can call it that for goalies but and the rangers i tell you this they don't put the most shots on nets but they every scoring opportunity they have is like a quality one yeah you know so quality at bats quality at scoring there chances. You go. Um, so you know, it's been hard because I've abandoned the Rangers. You know, I've finally shed that they were my previous team, and I finally just went full Hurricanes, and then yeah, this is what we get. I do have another cool, neat story. 
cool neat story why i was out uh in the jungle actually let's uh set that up and save it for after the break this was and this one goes back 25 years almost all right starts at the peach bowl well, no, no this is uh, a little boy it, at the peach bowl this is a peach bowl related Damn, story my God, to Tony. modern day all right this is something that happened today that related back to the peach bowl that is almost unbe- too unbelievable to believe and i know you want to call it 20 25 years we're at the 30 year mark now troy unfortunately i was losing track yeah wait so the peach bowl was it's 2022 right 30 now. years yeah yeah 30 god yeah, yeah i know Jesus. 30 you know the, years all right this story was in the making <laughs> for 30 years. All right. What happened today? His favorite band, Presidents of the United States. Now, this is an unbelievable peaches. story. Peaches. I, and I got, I took a picture too just to prove it because I was afraid you guys wouldn't believe me so I have video evidence. Was Lane also. Kiffin at the game today? Oh, boy. Your buddy Lane? No. Not today. <laughs> I partied with Bryson Worrell's mom. <laughs> <laughs> but I saw uh, Kenny Curlings was. Did you see his comment? Uh, did not. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Kenny on Facebook says, it was tough out there and I got to touch a celebrity. <laughs> George Rifus. Wow, oh boy. <laughs> yeah, I did. All right, Tony, uh, C3 Podcast Tuesdays. Yep. Thanks for hanging out today. Yeah, man. Thank you. Go I got go. My girls got dance recitals this weekend. Oh, oh how cute. Oh, yeah. It's wild. It's a You're a dance dad. Very expensive. <laughs> you can watch the games on your phone on ESPN+. Plus. Wonderful. You're all set. I'm ready. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. Hour 3, Pirate Radio Live. Clip, I have a story you are not going to want to miss after this break. I'll be here for no, it. No, no, I'm telling you. I was going to leave, no, but I now know. I'm staying. I know, and I'm telling you, if you're in your car right now, don't go inside. Just wait. Or if you're watching us online, I've got an unbelievable story. Three and a half minutes, we'll be back with this incredible story on Pirate Radio Live after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light, reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Timebreakers is open every day at 11 a.m. and is the best place to watch your favorite sports while enjoying the best wings in town, along with sandwiches, appetizers, cold beer, and more. Follow Tiebreakers on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. Tiebreakers in Greenville at Bells Fork and in downtown Winterville on Railroad Street. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Brock. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live, Hour 3. Oh, God. Man, Pirates <laughs> rolled today 17 to 1. Troy called it the Karate Kid game. Is it the Cobra Kai? No, no mercy. Yeah, yeah no, no mercy. mercy today. Pirates sweep the leg of the Eagles. Good stuff, and uh, they will play either Virginia or Coastal Carolina coming up Saturday, seven o'clock. ECU baseball says the uh, the Greenville Regional sold out. Sold out. For Saturday. No tickets remaining. Wow. You will have to go to the secondary market or beg a friend. That is big time. I know now, a guy was... that had a lot of tickets yesterday. Who? <laughs> you? Oh, I know, and I I don't have any left. <laughs> I know. I don't even have one for me now. Uh, we talk about hot tickets, Troy. One of the hottest uh, ECU athletics in a while, right? This you know what? This is the, what you want. Yeah. I mean, you want a ticket for ECU to be hot. You know, you want it for baseball. You, you want football to be, yeah. you know, more valuable than what you pay for your tickets. Ideally, you'd love to see this happen one day in basketball. You know, why yep. can't it? 
and the yeah. fourth straight year that ECU's hosting a regional in Greenville. They're fighting for a super regional, but it's different this year because they're fighting for a super regional right here in Greenville next week. So. I was thinking about that watching the Texas game, and it's like, and you said, hey, could be matched up. This you could know? be the team coming uh, here next week. We could be looking at Texas one week from today. They're beating Air Force right now, and just seeing Texas play on their field. And thinking about a super region, it's just so different. Imagining it's very intimidating. You're thinking, oh man, we got to yes. go there to go to Austin. Yes, imagine it at Clark and the Claire, It's a completely different feeling. And, and you know, we really we don't charter, so we'd have to you know the the flying out there, the headaches, the you know versus sleeping in your own bed. It makes a big difference. Huge, yeah. So I still I work know. to do, but there just is. But it. I heard you guys talking earlier. Could this be a team of destiny? We shall is, see. Is there magic building here all right let's get to your story go ahead and get that all right so this is towards the end of the game i'm back out in the jungle um area and i look at the berm and you know anyone that's been out there the jungle is really you know the berm is what it is yeah a hill and i see this shirt i'm like oh my god that is my shirt (laughs) i have not seen this shirt in 30 years your one, shirt. One that you made in college. Yes. For, okay. For people right. that this, don't know that... When I was in college, now ironically, I, I am in the apparel business also with uh, LRB now, officially, but when I was in college, I created t-shirts to sell to to fellow students, to anybody. I sold them I, at that time. People in the athletic department, everybody bought them. Well, in 91, ECU was was having that magical season. Well, early on, I kind of recognized it. I said, we need to do it. And this was, uh, you got to remember, in 91, there wasn't a lot. Uh, UBE did exist, but there was not a big selection like there is now. You know, now UBE is amazing. It's incredible what you can get. There was limited selection as far as, you know, cool T-shirts and stuff like that. There was a lot of just traditional block East Carolina sweatshirts and, and, um, and T-shirts. So we came up with our own T-shirt had it printed and sold it. And as fast as I could print these, we sold them. And I probably sold hundreds and hundreds of these t-shirts. Now this is 30 years ago. I still have I still have one in my house that has never been worn that I need to probably frame and put up here in the office. But other than that, I've never seen it on anybody. I'm looking at this kid and I'm like, that's the shirt we made in 91 that we sold a bazillion shirts of. That was like probably one of the coolest ECU shirts ever made. And I, so I'm like, I immediately like ran back in to go get a picture of it. So I, I, I talked to the kid. I was like, this was a kid wearing, this was like a, a student or so a young grad. I wasn't sure, but a younger guy. I said, I'm sorry to bother you. I said, but where did you get this shirt? He goes, oh, my dad found it and gave, it was in school in the nineties and gave it to me. Wow. I'm like, you tell your dad. That is the greatest gift he could have ever given you, <laughs> and that you met the person that made that shirt today. So here is here's a picture of the shirt, guys, so you can see it. So it says that we I designed this myself with with another friend. ECU on a roll to a bowl. Now remember, we had never we hadn't been to a bowl in decades. It was was a big deal, and it was a stylized Pete of the Pirate. And you got to remember the marquee games that year were South Carolina, <laughs> Pittsburgh, and Syracuse. And that we had, when I made the shirt, we hadn't even played two out of three of these teams. All right. So I made the shirt before we even beat these teams. So we've got the, the PD the Pirate has the Panther right there. What does it say, Chandler? Say it. Tame the Panther. Tame the Panthers. Tame the Panther. Then it, it's got, he's stepping on the orange. What does it say? 
made the orange juice. Yep. And then we got the the uh, chicken from South Carolina. And what does it say? Choked the chicken. Yep. Knew I felt that one coming. And he's and he's squeezing the chicken's neck. And then on the bottom, it says paybacks are hell. Because these are all teams that we ECU used to lose to all the time. That's the back of the shirt. The front of the shirt is this. It, and you guys know my handwriting. In my own handwriting that was screen printed, <laughs> came up, there was no skull and crossbone logo back then. I drew that out myself, wrote I believe in it before the team. Now it turned out to become we believe. But this was the first time it was ever printed on a shirt. In my handwriting, that's the front pocket. This is the t-shirt. The kid was wearing it today in the jungle. It was incredible. Can you zoom out to the kid? Yeah. He's a former... Uh, that ECU. is Robert Hill, former long snapper for ECU. Yes, correct. <laughs> he was, <laughs> he was I, with Holton Aylers. Who I met at an ECU long snapping camp God. here. His dad is... They were. He grew up a season ticket holder with his dad... So he incredible he, he, one degree of separation. I probably sold the T-shirt directly to his dad, and now that T-shirt reappears in my life thirty years later in the jungle. Can't make that up, folks. Isn't that amazing? That is cool. I got to tell you, that is a cool T-shirt, though. Is okay. that the first? So that's the first time you've seen one in the wild, correct? Since, in thirty, like years. I have one that's never been worn. As yeah. I said, that I'd like to probably frame and put up, but I've never seen one like actually being worn before. That was uh, like since college. It's a great you know. design, but also, man, I, it gave me the like the the jinx factor on that, where you're printing this before they play those. I'm teams. printing this before they play Pittsburgh, and possibly. But it's such a great idea and a great shirt. You we have beaten South Carolina, yeah. and I caught the fever. <laughs> we beat South Carolina, and we'd never beaten an SEC team before. The goalpost came down, and I was all in, <laughs> and I said, "This is our year. This yeah. is the season of destiny, right here." And not only that, I put my money where the mouth was because you had to buy these shirts before you could sell them. You know, it wasn't a consignment. Right. And uh, I remember we were just, these things were flying. No wonder you do the in-game text and the stuff because you've done it before and it worked out. Yes. You can't jinx the team. Right. You you proved it wrong. So uh, that's That's pretty cool, though. That's a cool story. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a great shirt. It was great to see it again. I can't believe that someone actually and it looked brand new i wonder I if one him. will end up at tailgate classics one that's day. where i thought that, he bought that's it. that's where i thought i, I was waiting for him that. to tell me that yeah and uh, actually they would uh, he's offered to buy that shirt that i have that hasn't been worn before but it's it's too emote like i have too much of an emo- i am you guys know me i mean it's one thing to have the shirt like, but to make the shirt you know. i am a little i'm too emotional to stuff like this like i'm too touch like especially that time period yes like i know it's not right. I know I shouldn't be that emotionally connected. I know it shouldn't mean that much to me, but I just have a hard time like just giving away stuff like from the nineties. You know, that's I just can't do it. But I guess if that's the worst thing, or one of the worst things habits that I have, there could be worse, right, Clip? Are you if ECU goes to Omaha? Are you going to add to your grass collection? Are you going to go on the field? Well, do they have grass or is it turf? No, nah, it's probably turf. Yeah, so it's turf. That so you might be... want to bring a box cutter with you <laughs> <laughs> so you can get a square. <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm not sure. Ameritrade is regular grass. Yeah, I don't know. That would be kind of cool to have a piece of Yeah, I mean, now yeah. that I say it. Or how about this? Some dirt from the mound. Uh, yeah, yeah. Dirt from that the might mound. Be in a, infield. In a, like yeah. your little baggie of dirt. Yeah, like you, like people do at the beach or something. You yeah. Know, they might take something. Dirt and put it in an hourglass. Yes, right. What are you going to do when EC makes the Final Four? 
You want to get some of the? He's gonna bring a saw. Court. <laughs> Maybe get a little piece of the net if I have. Yeah. To. Yeah. There you go. You know, one of the players gets a piece of the net. I could buy a piece with nil. Now, when that's going to happen? While Daryl on one side cutting down the net on the Warner ladder, <laughs> Troy D's on the other rim getting the other net down before yeah. anybody. Hey, y'all need to get that guy down <laughs> <out> there. <laughs> All right, uh, North Carolina just wrapped up their uh, their win over Hofstra, fifteen to four. So the Tar Heels are in the winners bracket. Louisville also wins. They beat Southeast Missouri State seven to two. As we look around the uh, nation, uh, Texas Tech and Notre Dame have been in the bottom of the first inning for three and a half hours. As that one went immediately into a delay, it's Notre Dame uh, two, Texas Tech zero. Uh, Troy, I saw where one game has already been moved today. I guess two games because apparently the Miami regional has a forecast of rain until like Monday or Tuesday. Oh man! So I don't know what's going to happen there. Wow! But they they were wiped out today. They're going to try to do it tomorrow, but they're going to be backed up. So on a, on a positive, so the game the second game starts at seven. Yeah. Uh, the weather forecast has changed in Greenville. Looks like they're not calling for thunderstorms. The, the earliest at ten o'clock which would be 50% chance. It's been so backing up all day. It has long. been backing up all day. And that is and that is only the only lightning chance I see at 10 o'clock. At 11 o'clock, it looks like just rain. But I think if they can get this game in between 7, if they can wrap it up by 10, it won't matter anyway. So hopefully we'll dodge a weather bullet there. Although some fans want a weather delay for this one. <laughs> all right, yeah. Uh, but yeah, if I could choose no rain uh, throughout the whole way or a delay tonight, I'll take no rain the whole way. And let's uh, play this thing out. All right, um, what else were we going to? We got Greeny coming up. Oh, we have audio. Do we? Uh, we're gonna have that later on, Shirley. So we'll have some audio from the wind coming up later on. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Uh, right now, though, let's open up the booty bag, Shirley Rhodes, and give away. Boy, what a great weekend for this Troy oh, D. Margaritaville. I could have used a few of these out there. A variety pack, a 12-pack of the Margaritaville Tropical Punch. You get four Mango Peach Paradise, four Beach Breezy, and four Strawberry Daiquiri. It's a 12-pack variety pack, and it can be yours if you are it, caller 12. You had to have one right now. You got to pick one of the three. Which one are you going with? I'm uh, going Beach Breezy, which contains pineapple, orange, and passion fruit. Chandler? What are you taking? Chandler's going uh, mango peach mango paradise. Peach. No I'm, doubt. I am going beach breezy. Clip Brock has made the right call yes. yet again. Hundred percent accurate. That is the go-to. You're wrong, Chandler. It's all right. Not well, the first he's time. Probably used to that. <laughs> Let's take a break. We'll come back. A lot more to go. East Carolina big winners today over Coppin State. We're back after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Hey, congratulations to Lonnie Kinker who picked up our free beer Friday giveaway, which was a 12-pack of the Margaritaville Tropical Punch and a lunch for two at Tiebreakers. Margaritaville 
Tropical Punch. Vacation is just a sip away. Look for Margaritaville Tropical Punch at your favorite retailer today. Bud Light, proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989 and the official beer of the ECU Pirates. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Brock. All righty. We've been here with you since 1 o'clock. Watch the East Carolina win over Coppin State. Pirate Radio Live, hour three here of the show. Troy D was at the game. He's joining yeah. us in studio now. What's, what's heat exhaustion feel like, guys? Because I'm, I'm, <laughs> Probably the I've way been, you feel right now. been in the studio. I don't feel hot anymore, but now I feel lightheaded oh boy. and tired. Well, like a little dizzy? Like, is that normal? I don't know if you were planning on making it to the game tonight, but I would suggest sitting that one out and being ready to go for ECU tomorrow. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take it easy tonight. Rest. We got a big game tomorrow night clip with a big tailgate. and uh, I will be there. Big players make big plays at big moments, and so do big fans. That's and, right. And big media members. And you got to plan. It's not just tomorrow. Sunday's a new day. Correct. With more Pirate Baseball. You're going to have to go three deep no matter what. Yeah. And that's why I say football weekends are one thing. You know, you're out there all day. You're tailgating the football games a while, you know, four hours, whatever, three, four hours. Uh, You might do something afterwards, but then you're done. Baseball, man, it is a grind. You have got to be on top of your game. This regional action is no joke. The heat is no joke. It's multiple games, multiple tailgates, sometimes back-to-back games, depending on if you're in the winner's bracket or loser's bracket. And this could take a lot out of people, Clip. You got to show up. You got to be strong. We will all... got to be mentally, physically prepared. We're following your lead. You lead us and... uh, You're leading by example. Yeah, Yeah, This is what I've been saving up for. <laughs> and again, prepared for football season. Exactly. Yes. That, that very first month in September, four straight. You'll look days. back on this, Troy. Yeah, this you're, is, you're feeling it right now. Now you you're going to look back on this and say, "I'm yeah. glad I did this." This is kind of like the two days in August that the football <laughs> football team used to do. Yeah. This is your fall. This is your summer camp. Yes, this is. But it. You, now, this is the, where at, the seeds are planted. Now you're looking at three straight days of tailgating. Yeah. All day. Right. In September, you will have that one day, and then you'll have a break. So a rest. It, it, it will be nothing. This is harder. Come September. Yeah. Right. So if you can do this, you should be able to do anything. There you go. Yeah. This, All right. That's uh, what I'm doing. I'm, clip, I'm doing it for the people. For the peeps. Yeah, for the kids. For the Pirate Nation. Let's uh, head out to the Pirate Radio Live line real quick. Talk to Greeny. Mark Greenheld's Golf Shop Radio Show coming your way Saturday right here on Pirate Radio. Greeny, how you doing today, man? I'm doing great. Cliff, how are you doing? Doing great. Pirates win today 17-1, to 18 straight wins for East Carolina as they beat Coppin State in the Greenville Regional. While that's going on, Greeny, your Clemson Tigers are looking for a baseball coach, and uh, I don't like to hear it, but our coach's name uh, is popping up a lot. So uh, Clemson has a standard set, uh, wasn't met uh, this year by, by Monty Lee. He gets fired, and uh, they're looking for a new coach there in Clemson. Yeah, it's one of those things where you, you hope that when they let somebody go like that, that you've got, you know, a, a, a name to replace them. Otherwise, you know, what have you done? And now you're scrambling and then you bring in next, somebody that's not going to bring in the talent and be able to coach that talent. So kind of wait and see what happens here. But yeah, there, there's a standard and it's been a little on the lacking side lately from the Clemson Tiger perspective. Mark Greenelch, Golf Shop Radio Show, joining us. Greeny, a lot of golf news, and we always talk to you, uh, Harold Varner III, and and what's going on with him. So I don't know how official, like the, the reports, the sources, whatever. We'll, we'll see what you know about it. Apparently, Harold was offered, and the price came out a boatload of money to go play in that that LIV that Live Tour. 
uh, Saudi funded and go away from the PGA Tour. And apparently he said no to that. What do you know about that story? Yeah, well, I think they pretty much offered a lot of players a lot of money. Um, and, you know, when you're, when you're trying to basically get your talent by money and not by what you're offering from a league or competition, um, that's pretty much what they're up against at that point is, you know, I mean, supposedly DJ $125 million. Now, when you look at DJ throughout his career, he is the third highest in terms of career money on the PGA Tour at around $75 million. He was making about $11 million a year, roughly in endorsement. You know, uh, he made $5 million on tour last year. He's, you know, haven't played all that great this year. He's made $2.5 million. And you get basically offered $125 million which might be equal to what he's earned and what he's gotten in endorsements in his entire professional career so Jeez. far. I, I mean, I, gr- again, how do you, Greeny, this Troy, how do you turn that down? And that's just to play. He, I guess he has a chance to win more money if he wins tournaments too, right? Yeah, I mean, you can win $4 million to win the golf tournament. You can win, um, you know, maybe a couple million, two, two and a half million if your team wins the event. And then, you know, the final payout for the team is $16 million. So there's, yeah, Troy, there's a lot of money here. But it really, com- it really comes down to, and when you start looking at the list of people, other than Dustin Johnson, who you still feel like can, can go out on the PGA Tour and win, you know, let's just say 50% of the time that he tees it up, right? The other guys really are in the spots in their career, like a Westwood or an Oost. I mean, we've seen Louis Oosthuizen contend but not win. We've seen Lee Westwood not win a whole lot. We've seen Sergio Garcia not win and contend. Other than with Phil Mickelson that we assume is going to take one of those six spots that left is left. You know, you assume Phil won the, a major last year, but for the last two years, other than that one event, he hasn't done anything. So those guys, it makes sense. Dustin Johnson, it doesn't make sense, except for the fact that DJ, when you kind of look at it, DJ is one of those guys that I could totally see would just prefer, uh, just assume take the money for doing a lot less work and, and not have to worry about it. Yeah, it's uh, and now so if you if he goes and plays. Greeny, what does that mean for him on PGA Tour events? Is he? We were talking about it earlier. Does that mean he's like playing in the Masters and maybe uh, one other non-PGA event, and that's all that we see of him as far as that goes? Well, that remains to be seen. I mean, the PGA Tour has been pretty adamant that there will be consequences. Now, we don't know what those consequences are because that's going to be something that happens as soon as those guys hit the first tee shot in that London event, right? So once they hit that first tee shot, they are considered basically in violation of PGA Tour policy. What that punishment's going to be, we don't know yet. The other thing that happens, too, I mean, there's five entities of golf that are, are, are basically control all the golf tournaments. We know the PGA Tour controls their events. They control the Players' Championship, and they control the President's Cup, which means that if they punish DJ, there's more likely than not, he will not be on a President's Cup team here in Charlotte in September. Then you've got Augusta National, who controls their event. You've got the USGA that controls the U.S. Open. You have the RNA that controls the British Open or the Open Championship. You have the DP World Tour that manages that, the European Tour. And then you have the PGA of America. Now, the PGA of America got off the hook because no event had been run yet before the PGA went uh, last month. 
the USDA is kind of the, the, the group that's in the crosshairs right now because if these guys all go play the week before the U.S. Open, what is the punishment doled out by the USGA? Do they say, well, we're not the PGA Tour, you guys can come play? Or do they stick up for the PGA Tour and they say, you know, these guys can't come play? That remains to be seen as well. So there's still a lot that could happen in the next couple of weeks with this whole ordeal as soon as these guys take it in the ground. Mark Greenhill's Golf Shop Radio Show joining us. Memorial Tournament going on. Cameron Smith, as we speak, in the lead at eight under par. Also, the Women's U.S. Open uh, going on, too. Right, Greeny? Yeah, the big thing about uh, Jack's tournament, the Memorial, is uh, the weather's been great so far. Usually, they have all kinds of delays and weather and everything for Jack's tournament. So, cross your fingers, they get four rounds in without that. Um, you know, the, the Southern Pines area, I don't know about you guys, but it's been pouring rain here uh, in the Charlotte area for a while, and that's kind of heading east. So they need to pick up their pace to finish. Uh, but, yeah, great event at the, the U.S. Women's Open in Pine Needles. Um, you have the, the return of Annika Sorenstam playing in it since, uh, you know, since she had retired and since she won the, the Women's Senior Open last year, U.S. Open, um, she got the exemption to come play. So, that's obviously been a headliner, but a great field. You have an amateur who was uh, in the lead for a long time yesterday, uh, Ingrid Lindblad, and she's representing herself well well today. She's six under par, three shots back. Been a long time since an amateur has won a uh, major event on the LPGA Tour. Gritty, uh, what's coming up on the Golf Shop Radio Show Saturday morning here on Pirate Radio? Well, we'll start with our man Bill Bender of the Sporting News. We're going to talk to Carly Cox, who's going to give us a preview. She's a Epson Tour player. Y'all have uh, an event over there in the Kinston area coming up next week. Um, I actually get to go play in the Pro-Am next week, so that'll be fun as well. We're going to get an update from Beth Major uh, over in Pine Needles with the U.S. Women's Open. We're going to get an update uh, as we head towards the BMW Charity Pro-Am. So that's uh, the, the Corn Ferry Tour and a bunch of celebrities coming into play next week down in Greenville, South Carolina. And then... Uh, we're going to talk to uh, a, a gentleman with one of our news stations as the Golf Shop Radio expands into Boston, Baltimore, Memphis, and Phoenix, Arizona. Nice. And uh, and with all of that going on, we have the uh, the former voice of the Panthers, the voice of uh, you know PGA Tour Radio, and does a lot of football. Bill Rosinski is going to be sitting with us for the entire show. Big uh, Bill Rosinski fans here, Troy Day. Yeah, no doubt. We uh, got to get to know him a little bit back when we had a partnership with him. And um, it, great voice, by the way. And I, I always thought one of the best guys in broadcasting. Yeah. Yeah, and that is true. And he'll be sitting with us tomorrow, answering all of our questions, talking a little golf, and uh, and talking to all these people about all the golf that's going on in the Carolinas. So, a uh, big show tomorrow. Looking forward to it, Greeny. Thanks for joining us today, man. Have a great show tomorrow, and we'll talk to you again soon. All right, thanks a lot, Cliff. Have a great weekend, Troy. You too. Thanks, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Mark Greenhouse, Golf Shop Radio Show, joining us. Women's U.S. Open at Southern Pines, Pine Needles Lodge, and uh, uh, Troy, do you ever been there? Actually, I have been around it. Yeah. I've never stayed there. Uh, I've stayed. I've been to Pinehurst multiple times. I've stayed at the uh, at the major at the hotel there that Pinehurst runs, but uh, I've not stayed at the. Have uh, you ever played lodge. on a course that is a PGA course? Uh, that's a great question, Clip. I've been on many of those courses. I don't yeah. know if I've played them. I've been the Greenbrier. I've been there. That's they've held tournaments there before. But is that West? That's West Virginia. Virginia. Yeah. Uh, the Homestead, I think, has held some type of tournaments before. Um, Sam Sneed was as is like kind of a legendary figure yeah. up in the Hot Springs, Virginia area. Um, Pinehurst, I've been to. 
and then I've you know been to what was it the one in Wilmington that got moved down there. There was a I don't think I don't recall. I can't remember what that tournament was called, but it was like a number of years ago. But Wilmington had a a big time PGA tournament down there. Uh, Golf Shop Radio Show, Saturday, 8 to 10 a.m. right here on Pirate Radio. We'll get another break in. When we return, we'll hear what Cliff Godwin had to say following today's 17 to 1 victory over Coppin State. Think he was angry? Sometimes coaches. You never know. Because they're always finding the negative. Just because East Carolina won by 16 does well, not well, mean we Cliff gave, Godwin. We gave up a run. Yeah. They that, got a little sloppy there at the end. And uh, apparently, Bailey always says, you guys got a crash course on that with Logan, right? Where yeah. after wins, he'd be like Logan <laughs> angry. would win and be a mat nuts. <laughs> We'd get our butts beat, and he was like totally chill. <laughs> so cool. You never know. He but. was a weird dude. Like <laughs> I, I, It was the exact opposite. You can never figure that guy out. Yeah. But, you know, I'll be curious to hear from Cliff after the game. To here. use a Troy D line that you like, he sometimes he'd throw you a crazy Ivan Troy. Yes. Man, that, Cliff, you are full of Troy Ds. I know your phrases. Man, <laughs> am I that predictable? <laughs> you hadn't used them in a while. I know. But when you do, you stick the landing. You yes. like to use those Thank phrases. You. All right, uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. More to go Pirate Radio Live after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back and uh, take a quick look at your stock market report. The Dow was down 348 points, closed out the week at 32,899. The NASDAQ was down 340 at 12,012 and the S&P dropped 68 points finished out the week at 4,108 that is your Wells Fargo Advisors financial report for a personal look into investing call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville Wells Fargo Advisors LLC member SIPC now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live here is your host Clip Brock Pirates winners today over Coppin State 17-1 to in game one of the Greenville Regional coming up tonight game two it'll be virginia and coastal carolina winner of that game plays east carolina saturday night seven o'clock at clark leclerc stadium and uh, looking forward to another fun day of baseball let's hear uh, some of the comments from pirate players and coaches as cliff godwin uh, danny bill bryson Worrell talk to members of the media after today's big win you know i just told the team i thought everybody did their job again today um josh Groves did his job you savage did his job danny bill did his job Mayor Beaker, um, Shinkman, uh, obviously offensively, I thought we made it very tough on their starter, who is pretty good. And I thought we battled. Bryson had, you know, really tough at bat before he hit his home run. JC had some tough at bats, uh, but were really tough up and down the lineup. Um, and then all the guys off the bench. I mean, those guys really performed at a high level. I mean, Ryder was awesome. Carter Cunningham, Ryan McChrystal did a great job catching behind the plate. Joey Rezik uh, with two hits and three RBIs. Um, Shaq doing his job as always. Clonch coming off the bench. Just thought it was a great team effort, um, and our guys just kept playing to the end. So I was really pleased with the way we played. Questions for the players? Bryson, um, quite a third inning today. 
two homers, one from each side of the plate. Just uh, how do you how do you put that into words? What you did in that third inning? Um, I think coming into that inning, we had the momentum from Trey going out there and. Don't only give up one run, basically loading no out. So we had that momentum going back in the dugout. And like coaches said, I had a tough at bat my first at bat, just trying to keep it simple, um, work at the middle of the field. And then that second at bat, he left me a hand change up and got a good swing off on him. Uh, Danny, the way you've been pitching lately, I think since the past month or so, I think I kind of like almost 12, 13 innings just allowed two runs. So what's kind of been working well for you out there as you kind of continue this run you're on? Uh, I think just following the plan that AK has given us. I mean, as you look down the hole, I mean, 11 Ks and two walks today. I mean, just a great job by the entire pitch staff as a whole. And I think the way that Coach G and AK gives us, you know, the ability to kind of pitch to our strengths and gives us a great plan to follow, I think that's kind of what I attribute all my success to. And it's not just my success, too. It's the entire pitch staff. We've been pitching, you know, phenomenal through the conference tournament and then again today. So. Bryson, how important was it for you guys uh early on to put the pressure on offensively and get some runs across? Uh, yeah, it was really important. Um, they kind of battled back there the uh, first couple of innings. Um, they were aggressive on the mound, um, aggressive with the box. So, um, yeah, just getting them a few swings off early, scoring those early runs really helped us out. Even having all this experience, does scoring early do anything for you guys? Does it ease some pressure if there's any, anything like that? I mean, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, we've come back from behind so many times. I feel like we can really play in any situation and we'll be comfortable. What is the feeling of 5,000 fans going nuts when <laughs> you get two home runs and what you feel like? I mean, it's awesome. I mean, you can't really ask for much more than, um, especially tomorrow when we have a sold-out crowd in a packed stadium today um, in regionals at home. You can't really ask for much more than that. Any more questions for the players? Carson, You've hit home runs from both sides of the plate in the same game before, right? Yeah. You've done it in the same inning before? No, I, I, <laughs> I can't say I've never done that before. <laughs> it's, pretty, it's pretty rare. I mean, you know, when you, when you look at your own, your own swing, uh, do you consider yourself more powerful from one side or the other, or is it pretty even? Uh, not really. I kind of, I mean, I, I really don't know. Honestly, I feel like in BP, I may have more um, juice right-handed, but in the game, I kind of just go out there and try to keep it simple, work to the middle. Whatever happens, happens. Did you feel after you came in after that big inning that you could kind of go out there and throw with reckless abandon, knowing how well the bats were going today? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just the coming out and having the ability to kind of shut them down and kind of not really give them any room to breathe. I think was big, especially for the offense, just to keep putting on. Um, yeah, it's just again following the plan, just filling up the zone and not letting them, you know, get any momentum or anything like that, and just letting the offense do what they've done all day. So, let's call for players. Thanks, guys. Good job, boys. There's uh, Cliff Godwin, Bryson World, Danny Beal today. Bryson, uh, we saw a little personality from him from a picture that ECU Baseball posted where he's kind of doing a pose, but uh, very mild-mannered, but not when he's in the batter's box. Yeah, I mean, he's not going to give you bulletin board material. No. He's very laid back, but uh, what an incredible game for him. And what a moment. Uh, two home runs in the same inning, one from the right side of the plate, one from the left side, as he was one of the many heroes for East Carolina in the 17-1 to victory today over Coppin State. We got one more break to take. We will wrap it up here on Pirate Radio Live and send you off into your weekend. More to go after this.
to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Hey, if you uh, watch all of Pirate Radio's local programming, you can watch it on YouTube Live. Just go to YouTube Search for Pirate Radio TV and subscribe today. You can watch Pirate Radio Live Monday through Friday from 3 until 6. And, of course, during football season, you can also catch the Bud Light pregame tailgate in the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter on game days. Go to YouTube, search Pirate Radio TV, and subscribe. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is your host, Clip Rock. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Hey, uh, Coach O, Dr. Gary Overton is out in Corvallis. Watching the Corvallis Regional exactly. Oregon State will play outstanding later. Outstanding regional state. In, in so doing. Right now, Troy, he's watching the Vandy Boys trail San Diego. Vanderbilt, of course, knocked ECU out of the tournament last year. They are not having a good time today. They're down 3-1 to one to San Diego. All right. Uh, well, it's been a ride. Marathon today. Great job, guys. Had Great job to our entire team here at Pirate Radio. Uh, as I said, nobody does it uh, better than this crew here. We appreciate you guys tuning in. However you consume Pirate Radio, whether it's on air, online, on mobile, uh, we appreciate it. Troy D., uh, I don't know if you know this. I'm keeping up with the, the stats. Uh, six hours of Pirate Radio Live for you this week, Yeah, I, uh, if my math is correct. Logged in some time this week. It's good to get back. It did not go unnoticed. Thank you. It's getting uh, my hands dirty again week. Uh, and you'll be out there tomorrow, Chan Man. You'll be there. I'll, I'll be, be there, there at uh, PA uh, duty. So have, have me a lot of fun. plenty of cold pirate beverages ready for me. I, I, I had one today. I will re-ice the cooler, and we will be ready to go. We will be uh, all hands on deck again tomorrow. And Shirley, we were talking about you behind your back. We'll say it on the air too. Awesome job today with your octopus arms doing <laughs> all the stuff you're doing with, back with there. no incidents. Like and with a good attitude, Shirley. and I, I said it. I yeah. said it to them, so I'll say it to you. I said, you know, Shirley's been doing all this stuff with a very good attitude. Today. Yes, <laughs> it was a good. There was day. not one sigh that I heard or saw from Shirley. And, Troy, and you know what I said right after that? I said, Troy, don't even look at Shirley. Yeah, I know, and <laughs> I did not. I did not engage until now, just to it's give like, you a compliment. Do not engage Shirley when she's in this mood. Yeah. <laughs> Shirley, good stuff. We'll uh, we'll see you Monday. See you Monday. All right, we'll be back with you three o'clock. But folks, make sure you're following us on twitter instagram facebook yeah well, we got pictures video interviews everything all weekend of ecu baseball and go pirates all right we'll see you monday folks have a good weekend so long everybody thanks for listening to pirate radio live an exclusive presentation of the voice of the pirate nation